Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First, <laughs> here with our special guest, Sean Petrushek. Yay! Yay! Drink that beer, Sean. Drink I it. will. I will. I'm already halfway through my first tall can, so... Oh, dude, you ruined the illusion that you cracked the beer with us. No, no, first no, tall no. Can. I mean... <laughs> But I still have more tall cans. There we oh, go. Okay. That's all that matters. Mm. That's that's all, all that matters. The <laughs> the impossible has happened for me though, and that is that I you ran out of Sean. beer. I miss Sean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's officially been over a year over since we've actually year. seen Sean, which is mm -hmm. about the time that you go. You know what? Maybe Sean's okay. <laughs> well, when was the when was the last time I recorded with you guys? It's, I think it was like end of the yeah, year, was, wasn't it? Yeah, no, like you know, four months ago, but five, six, twenty. Yeah, for my birthday. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. But he's on there for a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But we saw we him, Sean. So yeah, <laughs> momentarily, mm -hmm. we saw we saw Sean for a little while. It was fun. Yeah. But well, you know, thank you again for joining us, Sean. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Yes. It's always, always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure, especially considering how busy you've been over the last like month. Mm -hmm. All that yeah. minimo game prepping for all yep. of the the newfangled uh, online conventions. Well, <laughs> we've, we've just started calling it not E3. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> not E3 was a thing. <laughs> it's still a thing like it's absolutely crazy how many, I mean, it's it's really good in, in one respect where how many outlets came out to go, look, this is something that our industry is missing. Now let's step up and and try and amplify and, and, and whatever else. But problem was, is everybody had the same idea. So there's been a lot. There's yeah. been a lot. Even and the they, smallest of websites have, have things going on. So I couldn't believe. Yeah, like us, patch notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. We're doing patch notes. But yeah. I couldn't believe like even kind of funny who really was just like a very like they're not that old and they were a very small footnote in things at previous E3s and then put on a pretty big fucking thing with the Gorilla Collective. Yeah, well, they also I'm, I'm not sure exactly how all that worked, but I know that there was some association with some other companies and stuff to kind of get yeah, that one the off the ground oh, for the size of it. Definitely. But, but that's something that definitely put their name more prominently out there for a lot of people, I think, because um, well, even, even me, I, like, I didn't really point, watch any of their stuff on Twitch or anything like that. And then I watched that and I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like maybe I'll give them a try. Yeah, so well, I mean, it's. It's impossible to avoid uh, Greg Miller. He's a he's a beautiful human, but he hosts everything. <laughs> everything. Because <laughs> oh, I think he like he does the Borderlands show that they got going on still, and then I think he hosted EA uh, last Friday. I think didn't he host that? He I did. So. He did host that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like he hosts so many big events at this point. Where I actually saw somebody make a comment of. Basically, same idea where, like, he's a great guy, but it sure would be nice to see somebody else host something every once in a while. Isn't that what we were he's saying about Jeff Keighley for the longest time? Well, I mean, and look at him now. <laughs> Game Awards. And I, I still haven't really figured out what Summer Games Fest is exactly. Like, it's basically talking about all the things that all the other showcases are doing. I I'm still can't really follow what it is. I mean, I'm glad it's happening because it's again, it's talking about games and, and, mm -hmm. and all sorts of things like that. But I can't really follow what it's supposed to be apart from piggybacking on, on other events. Well, I don't know. If, 
like which is the chicken which is the egg it's like mm-hmm. did the talks of these start up and then he's like oh well i'm gonna do this thing and then we're gonna do it or did he did he go you know what i'm just gonna be like we're gonna do this and i'm gonna talk about everything that comes out and then all of these other things started going because of that i, I can't figure out which one it actually is because especially mm-hmm. you never know like planning sessions behind the scenes of like who was actually thinking of these things a while ago and then it just came out like well after him or something mm-hmm. well i know that within within a couple days of e3 kind of getting the official acts um ign was already murmuring to us about them doing an alternative thing and the escapist right away yeah i think they were the first to to announce and luckily for Evolve, because we're on the ball, we were the first group to pitch IGN. We got everything together that we would have showcased at E3 between all the PRFs and organized a quick call with IGN. And I think we only had one game that they were like, nah, we're good. Every other game they took into their showcase and stuff. And we opened up the show every day. We closed the show every day. So lots of... It felt good to actually get a little, you know, get a little uh, stuff up on there because IGN mm-hmm. is notoriously difficult, right? I mean, they want not difficult to work with, but they want AAA. And I mean, yeah, Evolve has, you know, we've got Cyberpunk and all that. But I mean, the vast majority of what we work with is is indie stuff. So well, you know those what? games notice was awesome. That one that they yeah. said, now we're okay, bring it to us. You know where I can go. We'll do a showcase. We'll stand up for that. I think think also with this new old digital format, it's time to bring back uh, Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb. I think so. (laughs) I don't think he would do it. Have you seen Sessler like on on Twitter and whatnot? I haven't seen him do anything in a long time, but I know that he's super jaded with the Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to is he's just – I, I think he's just kind of done. And I mean, I can understand where he's coming from because, I mean, well, two of you at least I know are on Twitter on a semi-regular basis. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking trash fire for the oh. most part. Like, I mm-hmm. I fully believe, um, I mean, this is current events aside. I, I don't want to be dismissive of current events, but um, it just feels to me like this industry is really intent on cannibalizing itself. It always wants controversy it thrives off controversy and when there isn't controversy you'll have a journalist write about or make up a controversy for the sake of it and it just becomes unpleasant i remember when it used to be hey let's talk about really cool video games now it's this person did this and this person stole that and it just it you can see why he's jaded because i get like this much closer every single day to be in like you know what fuck it nothing done i'm not turning on i'm not touching social media ever again <laughs> two things one you missed your air quotes for journalist because, <laughs> <laughs> come on let's be honest here with those types of people um but two yeah adam sessler i i can totally see it and he was in my opinion he was the angry video game nerd but like was actually on tv because he was always kind of pissed off about stuff when you watched him on tech TV. Well, did you, so did you guys ever, I mean, it was a Canadian syndicated thing, um, but um, um, electric play, playground. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Victor Lucas is a, like a God in Canada when it comes to like the gaming <laughs> industry, but 
he's a guy that stuck around through it all and he's not jaded at all. Like he's still going strong, but his audience, you know, once they lost the, the TV deal, I'm pretty sure he's just running off of YouTube and such now and he just doesn't have the same audience. But he's like, that guy's a fantastic host. I'd love to see him actually get elevated a bit more, but I don't think it'll happen at this point. He's kind of, it's kind of got his little niche that he works in. And I think he films his show like twice a week out of Vancouver film school and stuff with a live audience now. So he's kind of doing neat stuff, but I don't think it gets a ton of traffic or anything. He doesn't I have the have game show that. host mentality. I mean, that's the thing that they seem to mm-hmm. go for anymore these days. Whereas if you could be a game show host, you can host a video game conference or award show. And it's just like, why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you, yep. they want that over the top, Yep. you know, but I mean, I, I throw that back at like influencers, that sort of thing. I mean, oh, somebody God. who just sits there, I, I don't like that word to be honest, but somebody who sits there and, and just plays a game probably doesn't get the same audience as the person or the YouTuber who is over the top. They're yelling. They're ridiculous. You know, the people don't even tune in to watch the game at that point. They just tune in to go like, I wonder what this jackass is going to do next yep. kind of thing. Right. And it just takes a lot of the personality out of it. Like, or not the personality, the knowledge, right? Like somebody who's playing a game because they understand it and they're, you know, they have like an intimate knowledge of the genre, for example, and they can explain things about the game and make it a little bit more, I mean, I don't want to say educational. I mean, we're talking about video games, but just a little mm-hmm. bit more interesting apart from yelling and cussing and, and just kind of not really bringing anything apart from that. But that seems to be the MO for a lot of people. So I can see why it translates into hosts too, right? Yeah. Well, you mean like the uh, content creator that did the, what was it, EA or, or uh, Ubisoft like two years ago at E3 that just stood there? He's like, I'm a YouTube con- content creator. Oh, yeah. That was for uh, EA trying to do Need for Speed. Yeah. That's right. That's what I was thinking of too. Just <laughs> was like, during, this was during their showcase thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was during their press showcase. It was, it was like it was three or four hilarious. years ago. Oh God! So he had no idea what he was doing because he's not used to doing anything "quote unquote" live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he couldn't he couldn't read the teleprompter in front of him, and he just said <laughs> "content creator" like six times. I'm, I'm well, a content creator. Uh, my name is uh, Ted. I'm a co- co- content, creator. content creator. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what would an EA show showcase be without like a cringe moment? <laughs> it's I, yeah. at this point, it's like EA showcases are nothing but cringe moments. But yeah, that's uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I mean, last I the yeah. last one there were there were there were games that I was like more whatever like I yeah. take it or leave it. But like, but I think that's fair to say of almost any showcase. Yes, that's, but I, that's how the PlayStation one one was too. It's like eh, okay, yeah. I mean, but yeah. I guess like right. it, I think it depends on the games that you're into in a sense, right? Um, that the one on EA that really caught my attention was that um, was. Uh, lost it random it had that tim burton feel they oh. had kind of almost like claymation mm. or, or yeah, stop motion with animation the, the style dice, right with the dice yeah like, that one looked really cool yeah everything about that i was like no this is like next generation that i can get behind it looked super cool and like a completely like i mean there's not many games it looks like a tim burton movie because you know it's like yeah. Coraline almost brought to life really really cool awesome okay we should actually talk about our drinks while we're at it. <laughs> actually, oh, yeah. even before Maybe. we get to that, be- oh. before yeah, I know, I know, but this is this is mm-hmm. good for our new listeners. Sean, who mm. are you and what do you do? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, like, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? How are you rambling? Well, I work for a company called Evolve PR, and uh, I like to think that we're the best PR in in the video game industry. 
that's that's what I do. I get to interact with all of the uh, content creators that I'm currently slagging on this podcast. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not slagging them. Most of them are really great to work with. I'm just mostly being facetious. There is well, the problem like is the industry. loud ones that you talked about are the ones that get that get bitched about, and unfortunately, some of those content creators just get lumped into that, which you feel bad for yeah. them. I mean, like I I follow some really good streamers that aren't that loud boisterous one but there are definitely those ones that you were talking about yeah and those are the ones that you were bitching about not the good yeah. ones not you mm-hmm. good one that we that we can't <laughs> name right. by name you're the good one <laughs> i just need to be careful because i don't want to be unemployed anytime soon so you know this is true yeah nobody needs to keep it balanced <laughs> all right sean what are you drinking bud uh, I am drinking a Jagged Face IPA from Mount Aerosmith Brewing, which is brewed locally right here in beautiful Parksville, British Columbia. Nice. And I'm going to nice. drink three of them. I was going to say, is that what <laughs> the other ones are? Yep. Three tall cans at 7.2% means I'll be feeling mighty fine by the end of this podcast. Nice. Oh, yeah. What? Isn't that like water in Canada? 7.2%. Actually, <laughs> I had this. I can't. It was like. Can't remember what the name of it was. It was like ice something. It was a Bach and it was 9.7%. And nice. I got about halfway through it and it, it was like, I was almost already on my ass. I was like, Jesus, maybe I should have eaten something before I cracked this. Probably. Yeah, well, you know, food's <laughs> overrated. Hey, 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 food is not overrated. It is when there's beer involved. Depends on the food. I'd rather All have right. beer. I'd rather Jason. have beer. Yeah, you can have beer with it. What are you, what are you drinking, Jay? I am drinking a Stoop Brewing Company out of Seattle, Washington. Hello, my name is Nectat, double IPA. And then they have a <laughs> oh, I thought you were reading the side of the can. That's awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> then I have, there's, there's more. There's a, there's a subtitle that says, but Desperate that's Times great. Call for Emergency Beer. <laughs> and it's got a can, like a neck tattoo hello my name hello my name is neck tats oh I, I bet it's i bet it's neck tats are in it and all their can say hello my name is yes yeah it okay is. so it's a it's a neck tats i double ipa but hello but my name guys... is, is not the brewery the brewery yes. is stoop but i was just saying that that's probably mm-hmm. what their design is for all their labels yeah i had another one of theirs it was called rainbow bubbles or something like that. And my <laughs> wife was just like, that sounds like gay farts. I'm just like, I'm going to drink it down. And it was fantastic. It was really good too. Had them gay farts all down his throat. He loved it. And it was great. Despite what your wife said. Drink those gay farts. It's cool, Jason. Took them Don't in my worry face. <laughs> Chris, what are you drinking? Coffee Kolsch and a Natty Seltzer? No. No seltzer, no coffee kolsch. Whoa. I know. I got something I've never had before. Uh, it's a Kachina throwback ale from the Grand Canyon Brewing Company up in Flagstaff and Williams. Nice. So if you can look at the cans, it's little Kachina coyotes. Ha! That's the old-ass oh, coyotes. Yeah. The old-ass coyotes logo on there. Oh, Grand Canyon Brewery is partnered with the Arizona Coyotes to bring you Kachina throwback ale, an American ale with a mild fruity presence, approachable hop profile, and a touch of wheat for a fresh and clean beer. A note to the classic look sported by the Arizona Coyotes when the team first came to town is now back and better than ever. Prairie K sold a portion of the proceeds generated back to the Arizona Coyotes Foundation. 
Nice. That's because your team's going under. It's going to the team. It's oh. paying the players. Nobody's <laughs> going to see us, but buy the beer. No one's yeah. going to the games. <laughs> hey, Canadian. What team used to be the Arizona Coyotes? It was the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, there you go. Good, yeah. guy. Good job. Hey, we know when we lose a team because it hurts us deeply. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they move to the middle of the desert. Yeah. yeah. I still hate the Avalanche. Fuck them. Oh, fuck the Avalanche. I don't like the Avalanche either. I'm a Red Wings fan. Fuck the Avalanche. They're a bunch of dicks. Uh, I don't like the Red Wings either, but that's just something that's like ingrained in me yeah, that's, being that's on the West Coast deep, of Canada. Deep, deep. I, I don't have a choice. Like, it's not even personal at this point. It's just like, I was raised to hate the Wings. Oh, yeah. It's it's like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to hate the Packers, and I definitely yeah. am supposed to, and 100% do hate the Bears. So, it's... You know, I see how it is. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I went to a Red Wings Coyotes game in Detroit. Oh, that was interesting. When you were in, were you wearing a Coyotes jersey? For like that, that would have been time. stupid. No, but I was cheering when they stand up and cheered when the Coyotes scored and got like peanuts and beer thrown at me. It's <laughs> 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 a good thing we lost that game because otherwise I probably would have stabbed or something. See, I always That's thought it was the most ballsy thing. thing to go into go in as a visiting team in a sense or like as a visitor's fan and wear like the other team's jersey if you like do you have a jacket for like the end of the game because you're gonna get your ass kicked by some dumbass who's pissed drunk and angry i do it every time the lions come here for to play against the cardinals i go and i wear my lions jerseys and (laughs) and then i make friends with everybody around me i'm like hey hey, we're all cool when the refs make a bad a bad call we'll all own it on on each side don't worry about it we're all good friends here. And I haven't been yeah, in a fight yet. No, I was going to say, how's that worked out for you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in a fight yet, thankfully. So there's that. All right. So I am drinking, uh, I had a big old thing. It's now almost gone of Breckenridge bourbon whiskey. Uh, you know, pint of whiskey? Have, do what? Not a pint of whiskey. It's about a half a pint of whiskey, though. Uh, I, I also have a nude hard seltzer, lime flavored. It's all right. It's not as good as the uh, as the the PBR lime seltzer, and then I also have a, uh, a Santan Devil's Ale waiting in the wings. Just in it's case. good thing you have all that like hard booze to like offset the the nude because there's just there's just no masculinity involved when you're drinking a nude. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we did an entire episode called SeltzerCon. Okay, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember actually. I remember seeing that. I don't. I can't remember. Where I'd seen maybe I think Chris, you might have put something about it on Twitter or whatever. You should listen like, to what it. What the it's fuck is <laughs> It's good times. It was the last convention of 2020. It was. <laughs> we, and it, it was not planned that way. Like we'd been planning it for a couple of months. Like we we actually for a few months we'd gone into 2019 back when we first were planning it, and we had we had to keep pushing it back because of different things. It's like we can't get a weekend, weekend, weekend. Then we finally got a weekend, and it was after everything got canceled. Like all the shit was just <laughs> getting canceled in swaths that week. And we so they were like, welcome to SiltaCon, the only con that hasn't been canceled in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but we drank what, like uh it's like, like six to eight piece? Each? Yeah. each? Something like that? Yeah. Each. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We got we got Oh, you guys must have been a mess by the end of oh, it. The yeah. PBR oh, yeah. one has eight percent alcohol too. And we started on it. Yeah, eight <laughs> percent is a respect is respectable for sure. Like yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's good. We were looking up. for the four look. Don't drink that! Don't you dare! Oh God, no! So, <laughs> oh. 
So, okay, so I was down in San Diego. This is years ago. Uh, we had done a road trip from Vancouver down to San Diego, and um, it was our last night down there. Me and the wife go up to the 7-Eleven, and we buy uh, four cans, I think it was, before Loco. Um, oh, and this is back when it still had – so not only was it booze, but it still had all the energy shit in it too, right? And, and all the sugar. Well, so what I did is I looked at the can and it was like ridiculous. It's like 14% or something, right? It's like super, super strong. But I looked at it and I'm like, okay, look at the size of the can. Two of these. Well, that's like drinking a six pack of a decent beer. Okay. I will sip on these throughout the course of the night. And I got through one and maybe not even half of the, of the next one. The next day we were supposed to start our drive home back to Canada. I woke up and I was so fucking hungover. I turned to my wife and I'm like, I think we might need to stay another day. <laughs> Luckily she was tough. She's like, no, I can drive. And she's pretty hungover too. But I think she pulled over. Like, so we leave San Diego and we drove her all the way to um, uh, 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 close to the Northern California border. Red, Redmond, not Redmond. Redwood, Redwood City. Redwood, Redwood City. Redwood. That's yeah, right. right before you yeah. get to, right before you get to San Francisco. Just before Oregon. No, 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 no. Way north. Oh, then not Redwood City. Um, but it might be. It's Red something. It might be. But Redwood. it was big, maybe. It was literally just before you hit the Oregon border. And, uh, but I think my wife had to pull over no less than six times for me to vomit on the side of the uh, I-5. <laughs> we did that, that mess. in New York. We got Four loco. like I, we don't drink Four loco, and we also don't really drink sugar either. So we got Four loco one night when we were oh. there and it was, it ended up being the worst night because the Four loco like sat in my stomach and then we went out for like pizza and everything like that. And I was just bloated and sugar and like, grease. Oh, this is so bad. And then had honestly one of the worst hangovers that I've had in a long time uh, that morning. And it was, yeah. it was just lay on the couch and do nothing until you, until you actually decide to go out for dinner. Those old yeah. four locals yeah. used to turn your stomach to battery acid for sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, just the sugar content alone. I mean, sugar and alcohol just don't mix. That's what's going to make you, that's what's going to make you ill. So yeah. Well, yeah, I've you, never you to convert touch the those alcohol things again. to sugar. And then you just pile more sugar on it. More it's sugar like, on mm-hmm. top of it. Yeah. Welcome to science talk. This is a science podcast. Thanks, Bill Nye. All right. Let's get into news and we're going to, uh, we'll, we'll get the, the big one out of the way that apparently was a little divisive. Uh, the PS5 was finally announced in between our podcasts. Uh, we're, we're so lucky to have Sean here for it. Uh, I personally think that it is ugly and white. Um, I like it's, it. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It would look better in fine. black. People have mocked it up in black and it looks better in black. We've seen a billion um, things in black, whatever. And yes, that's yeah. what, I, and I think that's why I like it is it's finally taking a step in some way different. It, that, it looks good. Yeah, it looks now, good. And plus, plus that texture is so fucking sexy. You wouldn't. Oh, the texture is still. That's the yeah. thing that's black. underneath this. You wouldn't notice it in black. Yeah, and seen it in white. Like when I saw those pictures, I was just like, oh fuck, I'm buying it just for that alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the next thing under is ugly and white, cool texture. So the texture is X's, O's, circles, and squares. Like really, really, really tiny ones. And the cool thing is, is that they're on the 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 dual sense controller as well. Yeah. So that's your 
texture grip on the controller, which I think is really dope. Um, there are rumors that they're actually going to allow you to swap those pieces out, but I doubt that given the way that that drive bay works. Um, mm. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it They showed off a lot of games um, that looked really good. Some of them didn't look like next gen. Some of them looked like current gen. Um, I think but, the thing you got, yeah, the thing, because mm-hmm. I felt the same way. I was a little underwhelmed as far as like the anything blowing me away, especially after the Unreal 6 or whatever that was, uh, I don't know, 5. Unreal yeah. 5. 5. Yeah. Uh, um, that was just announced and that was like jaw dropping, right? And so then seeing the, the, the games that they showed out of the 5. It was good. There were some that were awesome, but none of them was just like hit me as hard. But then, you know, the announcement came out about uh, um, Horizon being like, hey, yeah, it's, you're going to have that game. And there's no load time. You you start the game and you're there. You're right then and there. And I'm just same like, thing you know with what? the uh, the Spider-Man game, too. Yeah, same thing with mm-hmm. Spider-Man game. And, and like I started thinking about it, just like, you know, I would take just a little of that graphical like jump that we're getting here because it is small so far as it looks like but having if we can maintain that no load time for the life of this generation that's a good trade in my opinion i'll take yeah. that i think that makes well sense. and there's already been there's already been a lot of talk about that too where people are saying you know you like we've we've gone so far already in terms of what graphics are capable right. of mm-hmm. visually it's not necessarily going to be leaps and bounds I would argue to say that at the beginning of the life cycle, it's not going to be leaps and bounds, but we're going to see some really amazing shit five, six years, seven years down the road as these, as the next consoles are coming to the end of their cycle in a sense, right? You're going to see what that, what that technology is really, really capable of. So what we are seeing is, is like, like you already mentioned, Jason, it's just like, it's that background stuff. It's the complete lack of load times and, and all that sort of stuff that, that, you know, is less visible to the eye and more ease of play in a sense. Right. Right. And I mean, and then you look at things like, you know, like Xbox is really dialed in on their game pass kind of thing. I mean, that's what, those are the types of changes that we're going to see is it's like, quick delivery of a game from like, I want it. Oh, cool. Now I'm playing it. Like, no, you know, you're not waiting on things. Those are the things that I feel like we're going to see more of versus just like, uh, like an insane graphical impact where you're like, Oh God, like this is definitely next gen. You know what I mean? It's definitely similar to going from the place. So the PlayStation to the PlayStation two, there was a good graphical jump uh, between the cycles. But most people didn't have a TV that took advantage of it or they didn't really connect it with like component cables or anything like that. So like the television wise, there wasn't a huge leap. So a lot of that was load times and some of the other like minor things as far as audio goes. PS3, PS4, there was definitely like every one of them had a uh, a increase in resolution. It's like 1080i to 1080p, but you need to make it go further type thing. And I don't think it's necessary right now. And it's the same with the Xbox. Um, a lot of the games that they had, like I swear, a lot of that's FMV that they showed off on their on their showcase. Uh, I'm not going to 100% say that that's all in-game graphics and it's going to look that, that pretty on some of those polished things. Um, but... Both of them, neither of them really looks a whole lot right now better than the Series X or the PS4 Pro, which was a problem that we talked about a long time ago of adding in the Pro and the the Xbox One X. Hmm. Well, that and then like what Sean was kind of saying earlier is we're not going to see these stuff for kind of while because like the Unreal Engine 5 is not really going to be ready to go for developers to use till like six months a year into the consoles already being out. So you're not really yep. going to see games taking advantage of that till what, two, three years from now? Except mm-hmm. for 
select few. Like there are a couple of games that are right. being developed with Already Five right now, but that's it. the big yeah. companies like Sony, like Microsoft. They got the ability to be able to work with those things. Yeah. You're well, and I mean, right. and and I mean, again, it's like it's. I'm, 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 I want to say it in the right way, but like. I mean, I'm not a tech guy, but what you're, I don't think that what we're going to be seeing necessarily that you're going to go graphically is more impressive. It is more impressive. Like I'm like talking in a circle almost, but it is more impressive, but it's less about how it looks because visually what we're achieving right now is really impressive. It's the fact of what they can do, the scope of it, you know, like in that, in that demo, right? Like the rock and stuff. That when they first when she went in the Unreal Five demo when she first comes into that cavern and the rock is kind of coming down the mountainside kind of thing you're not seeing one or two rocks or three rocks that you would see in a game now you're seeing sixty or seventy and you hear every one of them mm-hmm. so you can see how it's less like yes there's graphics involved because there's a, a ton of processing power that's needed there but. You're, it looks the same. You're just getting more of it. Does that make sense? More immersive yeah. gameplay. Yeah. So right? the better sound which is taking advantage of like the ray tracings and stuff like that. And the ray tracing for the light in itself is just improving everything as well. Like as you watch mm. the Yartex video for Minecraft, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay, oh, this yeah. is impressive. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's watching Minecraft, that right? GeForce thing. <laughs> yeah. Watching that GeForce demonstration of RTX on, RTX off was just insane <laughs> to see just the graphical difference between a fucking game like Minecraft, which I've always been like, this game looks so fucking stupid. And then once you, you throw RTX on, you're like, oh shit, glass actually looks like glass. Mirror actually looks like mirror. This <laughs> looks like a real fucking game now. And they didn't yeah. You're a soulless demon, yeah. Eric, that doesn't have a child's imagination anymore. <laughs> I didn't pick up on Minecraft early enough in its right. development, I think. So when I finally like got to playing it or trying it out, it was already well into like beyond that time frame. But the voxel technology, I still think is awesome. I'll throw a buzzword at y'all. It's all about that immersion. Uh, one the of the, last thing one of the games about the PlayStation Five is that all fucking consoles look like routers. Suck a dick, assholes. Deal with it. The <laughs> Xbox Series X, which someone pointed out, and I was like, "Holy shit, I forgot that was a thing." Looks exactly like a Linksys Velop router, which I think I actually have one of those sitting around here somewhere. I think I no, actually yeah, brought a, it home from the office. It's a mesh Wi-Fi like router versus. If you're if you're gonna yeah. make a technology that's stored in a box, it's gonna look like other technology technology stored in a box. Like it's yeah. just like it happens. I just Xbox like Series that uh, smart fridge. The yeah. difference between the Series X and the PS5, though, because considering you know what I do, I'm going to have both. The difference <laughs> is is the Series X will be behind my PS5 because <laughs> I want to see the PS5. I don't. The, the 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 Series X looks like a PC. It's like you're, a, you're not like gonna worship it. You're not gonna bow down to it. Well, I am an Xbox guy, but I don't <laughs> think I'll do that. <laughs> okay, so they're going to be sitting next to me so I can keep touching its little wings like some kind of like pervert. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the big question that I wonder with the Series X, though, is if it has an integrated power supply or not. 
Because Microsoft, like I don't know on that size with how much they with what they need to do for it. I'm pretty sure they're going back to having a brick on the outside. A brick. I am like 99. Which is the difference always between the Microsoft (laughs) between the Xboxes and the Playstations. Two things. Number one, I'm 99% sure that neither of them will have it inside. Number two, I am very sure that we had this exact same conversation last time Sean was on. Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a good chance. (laughs) What I do like is the meme I've kind of shared in our stock channel like a while ago is like honey what's this $500 charge on oh, the bill oh that's our new router honey <laughs> <laughs> I get to write all of it off as a business expense which is so, awesome yeah well I mean it's the only reason that I'm allowed to actually buy them because my wife is very supportive of what I do but it's still hard to swallow when you get two new consoles within a couple months of each other. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. I, I'm saving now. When one person's the breadwinner, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I do need to ask for permission. Yes. yes. <laughs> I find it easier now that now that phones are so fucking expensive. Just no to be shit. Like, yeah. You wanted your new phone, right? Well, I'll get these two things and not a new phone this year. Easy. Yep. Yeah. We both still have uh, iPhone 6S. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, For I just, about another year until Apple makes it so that you can't use it anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, we're probably going to upgrade to whatever like the newest one is that they that they dropped. The um, I can't remember. What you it's know called. what? Nobody even actually has said a name for the next iPhone. That's the funny thing is they had WWDC just the other day, and I don't think that I've seen anything. All that they've talked about is like, oh, look, they've made it look more like Android. And that's it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, they did the 11 and all that, and then they just, they, they released another, was it XS or something like that, which is, it's it's not overly expensive in comparison to, like, the 11 is, like, I mean, I don't know, in US dollars, it's probably like 800 bucks or something, and Canada's like 1100 um, But the XR. It, it, yeah. And it's like, so for here, it's only like 600 bucks or something, which still, as far as I'm concerned, is expensive for a goddamn phone. I mean, I don't ever answer the goddamn thing. I use it to look at Twitter, check my email. Like, it's a lot of money for checking my email as far as I'm concerned, but it's better than a grand. Mm-hmm. Check my email. Indeed. <laughs> In the bathroom with the door locked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never you mind if I play Wordscapes while I'm on the shitter. It's six hundred and six fifty here in the states for the for the iPhone XR. It seems I thought it was cheaper here, but I could be wrong. What do I know? Yeah, that would be like seven to eight hundred dollars. No, it's the SE. Oh, the SE. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So that, in Canada, the SE, which is Again, like it's it's powerful enough to run all the newer stuff, but it just doesn't have a shit ton of bells and whistles. I don't take a fuck ton of pictures or anything like that. So, um, but it's only six hundred dollars Canadian, which is dirt cheap. For oh, okay, that's three ninety nine here. See, pocket change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I mine's about six hundred, but that's predominantly like I need. I need the RAM to run everything. And I, I use a OnePlus, which runs great. I love my phone. They, they do a great job. OnePlus makes a great phone. It's all Android-based. So I think my thing is, is that, I mean, and you guys are starting to feel this. I mean, uh, Eric, you're saying, you know, you're working from home. Jason, you're working from home. You don't really need a phone when you work from home all the time. 
So, I mean, I use my phone when I'm away from work and I'm sitting downstairs. And what do I do on it? I work and my wife's like, stop fucking working. So I don't really need like the most up-to-date phone like I used to. This is a good it's point. For, I, used to have to call, I used to call my wife all the time every day. Hey, honey, I'm on my way home. Now I just shout down the hallway. Get me up here. I'm coming downstairs. Get naked. <laughs> Come in hot. Put on my stories. Oh shit! I tried to like starfish naked from the second floor right off the stairwell. I do that all the time. Oh, oh. Ow. 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 that sounds painful. Not gonna. If my wife's there to catch me. <laughs> She's strong. <laughs> Boy, strong no follow-up like questions. No follow-up questions. <laughs> yes. Please, no follow-up. <laughs> uh oh, I lost our podcast news. Uh oh, he doesn't Uh-oh. even know what he's talking about. He over doesn't. Yeah, he, 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 he never does. Do you even know? I do. Uh, okay, so Chris wanted to talk about the fact that Biomutant is actually still in development. And yes. coming out? Maybe. Maybe, yes. <laughs> I guess like there are only like third, 18 people working on it. Which so I guess is some, fucking surprising. Yeah. Is and it? I want to say we talked about that last year. Like well, after, you did. after you that, I was like, shit. And then I was like, wait, that sounds familiar. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see the gameplay demo today? Yes. I watched that, so. That's what sparked it in, in Chris's mind. Yeah. So, okay, so full disclosure, THQ is one of our clients. It's not one of my clients. Um, yeah, cooler people have THQ there. Yeah, like Chris. Like Chris, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not, I'm not really allowed to. I get in trouble when I say anything negative. Um, that Don't being said. Say it. <laughs> no, I just, I really thought that Biomutant would be further along than it looks right now. Uh, Maybe they'll still pull it out of the mud. I don't know. But I just kind of, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, this looks really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they just haven't really made the strides that I would expect in that period of time. But do we have a release date on that? Like originally it was supposed to come out this summer. No, it was originally supposed to come out like last summer. Was it last summer that they had it scheduled? Thanks for the original, original, original like, release. Uh, it was supposed to be no, they, 2019, now it's 2020. They, yeah, it was still under E3 a 2019 release date. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's, it's been in production for a while. Is what I yeah. like, originally, it was supposed to be last year. Then, as Chris just said, it's this. it was then this year and now... To to me to me I get massive knack vibes from it like knack the the PS4 mm-hmm. release title from Sony only my Biomutant doesn't have the benefit of being a release title and it's just like you have a game here the premise is interesting but you're just not gonna fully develop something and I I don't think anyone's gonna have the freebies to hand to it because it's not early in a cycle or anything like that if that makes sense you know I mean I'm curious if it's uh, I mean I wonder if it's gonna be a full price title versus you know like a double a price tag or something on it that might like be a 40 dollar mm-hmm. instead of a 60 dollars THQ yeah. does do that THQ yeah. does oh, do yeah. that. well that's what i mean right and then and then when you consider that dollar value okay well this is pretty good for what i'm spending right i mean i'm not entitled in it you know where i go oh, i expect it to be this way but i mean there's just a certain expectation now when you are paying full price 
for a game. And I just, based on what I saw originally and kind of what I had hoped for, I don't think it's quite there. Well said. Who knows? Yeah. Well said. Yeah, who no, knows? You, you nailed it. Hopefully they hopefully what they showed like just it will look different at release hopefully release will be soon too because as you get closer and closer to the ps5 and the series x launches or post that then you're very much like oh this is a ps4 or this is an xbox one game right Mm -hmm. and you like while these are doing backwards compatibility and able to play those games, you're still like it's a hard to eh, sell. Do I want to spend that much money I'd on this game? I'd argue different though. I honestly would. Oh, no, just people not in everyone, general. Not, not everyone not buys it right away. Mm-hmm. You. Then that's just I yeah, and that's like Jason just said is is like I think there's almost like a year to almost two years. Right. You get your early adopters who like the sucker like me is going to pay full price right away. Right. But you can't you can't ignore. Well, sure. Right. Because like <laughs> we fall into the into the hardcore, you know, side of things. But, you know, you hardcore. look at we have a podcast about this and you work for a publishing company. But I don't think I'm, I'm hardcore. We barely play video games. Right? Chris technically works in the industry. Technically, technically, technically. he's got a very technicality. No, you don't. Dude, I guarantee you more gamer, more gaming companies in in our work with my company than they do with Chris's. Possibly. I guarantee it. Are you a lawyer? Is it lawsuits? No, domains. (laughs) Domains. All domains. All domains. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, now it's both the industry and the people in the industry for lawsuits. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, we didn't positive. we didn't put that out there early on like the whole plan was to have like a blanket statement about what's going on currently and all the shit which last week or last episode we didn't talk about it as we said but in this episode we feel like it needs to be said of don't be an asshole don't be a racist don't be a rapist and wash your fucking hands <laughs> <laughs> like those are the but four like key wash my hands that realistically my- just follow all four of those and you'll probably be okay <laughs> and, and pro tip wash your hands after you wash your penis <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so next up, uh, Steam gave us 900 games over the last week and only one week to play them. And it's very, oh, the, very sad. Oh. The, the demos. How did you find anything in that? Oh my God, it was so hard. Yeah. You basically had to watch the streams of everything and then decide what's cool. That one. Okay, write it down. Okay, boom. Go in, download it like immediately as you're watching it. And yeah, like pretty just kind of like, hey, that. this one kind of looks interesting. Install demo. This one kind of looks interesting. Install demo. Install demo. Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what you had to do. Um, and Chris played a ton of demos off of that, which is really cool. We'll get yeah. to that when we talk later. Um, I only played like one off of that because I was balls deep in a really long, hard game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a uh, thank you to Steam, but also fuck you, Steam. <laughs> I, I don't know which one I want to say more because <laughs> it's just so many games for a one week period. Did you but play Crystals? Really cool. No, I haven't yet <laughs> too. i've got so excited with crystals actually but i think the reason why i haven't is because you told me like and when i looked at it it's like this is the same demo that's been up for a long time oh yeah so i was like eh. i saw the video for it and i saw like the deep dive playthrough at e3 last year and i'm like this is the exact same thing that i watched somebody do 
like while it would be really cool to play it i'm also playing another game that is taking up all of my time when i'm not doing work they should have extended to three weeks mm-hmm. and said hey we finally gave you the three. Oh, oh, they don't know how to count to three that that number does not exist in their life no. at all all right uh in kind of cool news bloodstained curse of the moon 2 was announced this week which bloodstained is a is a really cool metroidvania game and for people that did the kickstarter that were backers they actually got an 8-bit game called curse of the moon and they it was so like widely received by everybody that they made a sequel to it which is hilarious because it's an 8-bit looking version and everything for it and doesn't play anything like the other Bloodstained. But what's really cool about Curse of the Moon 2 that I found interesting is that you can hot swap between four different characters. One of them is a corgi and a mech. A, a corgi? <laughs> <laughs> that was, I, I sat there, I was, I was watching it and I'm like, oh, look, a robot. And they're like, he's a corgi and a mech. I'm like, what? <laughs> interesting so, tidbit. I got to actually interview Koji Igarashi about the first Bloodstained. Nice. And and like just, you know, I mean, somebody who grew up in the in the Nintendo era in a sense, right? Like the man when it came to Castlevania was was something else. But uh, I was glad to see. I mean, you'd figure it was kind of like just a moot point that, of course, the game was going to succeed because Bloodstained just absolutely destroyed on its on its Kickstarter. But mm-hmm. it still needed to live up to expectations. What was the uh, what was that Mega Man one that? Oh, um, oh Mighty, Mighty Nine, Mighty Nine, Mighty Number Nine. Nine. That's yeah. right. Where it destroyed its Kickstarter, and people <laughs> when the game was delivered, people were like, "Oh, what or the fuck is Chris, this exactly?" Yeah. yeah, Chris, what's the uh, space game that uh, still hasn't come out yet? Uh, Star Citizen. Star Citizen. They, they- are you one of the suckers that's helped that seventy billion dollars or whatever? I mean, you can made. play it. You can play it. It's just not finished. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah. there's lots of stuff that's in perpetual. I think I gave it like thirty bucks or something like that. Yeah, like half the stuff at Google. I was. I'm not one of the suckers that gave it like seven hundred dollars. It's Fuck made that. so uh, much fucking money. Like, you know what's ridiculous. the problem with Star Citizen, other than the fact that it's that it's taking so long and like it's spent so much money is that it's actually ruined backing video game kickstarters for me um i don't know if i'm there yeah yet. yeah i don't know i mean it takes a pretty special game for me to back one on kickstarter though oh, no, because of being saying, like, in risk general, involved like, but jam and earl shout out it makes you really Abs think versus about, like, the do queen. i want to i don't know because i the other thing that backed uh or they killed backing tech via kickstarter was a was a bluetooth headphone system that ended up just like they went completely under and everyone lost their money yeah you know which one i'm talking about With the 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 wireless earbuds yep uh uh uh, uh, uh it started with a k um yeah, uh, ku, ku, uh, or something like that either way it was bullshit. I bought two pairs of those fucking things. I lost all my fucking. And you never money. got anything. Kona. I no, one not Kona. And I never not got Kona. anything for it, and uh, class action lawsuits haven't gone anywhere. So there's certain things that that have ruined Kickstarter for people, and like that was one of them. Um, and Star Citizen makes me really think about it because one, I know how the video game production cycle goes and that you always need more money. And that's very akin to tech. Like you always need more money and shit never goes the way that you want it to. But then I'm like, fuck that company can go under But then on the opposite side of the spectrum, 
I get companies like Cyanide and Happiness and other ones that make board games. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to buy a board game on Kickstarter because I know that shit's coming out. <laughs> we just bought we just bought um, puzzles, like three puzzles off of Kickstarter. Like and a, a straight up just jigsaw puzzle? Well, they are jigsaw puzzles, but the, the hook on them is that they're created by magicians and you don't actually see the trick until the last piece goes in and and maybe they're just really good at shooting a video that'll convince you but like i mean it made they wanted originally i can't remember it was a few hundred thousand they made like nine million dollars like they made stacks on stacks the real and, trick is no trick happens and you guys just got banned. We just yeah. money. Yeah, I just paid I just paid 100 bucks for three puzzles. So that's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> the swindle me. It's just like they put in the last piece and it's like, "Oh, it's a donkey." It's like, "Oh." My God. <laughs> 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 I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> Way to go, jackass. <laughs> well, I mean, worse comes to worse, even if they're just regular old puzzles, it's like not quite a hundred bucks Canadian, three puzzles. My wife loves puzzles. I win either way. <laughs> but the concept was neat enough. I was like, okay, you got me. Like there's I'm I'm there's enough intrigue that I go, okay, I gotta I gotta see what this is like in you know in person definitely um okay uh next ampere has been leaked to have a peak performance of 23 teraflops and in shocking news uh it outperforms the old one by 30 percent well 30 percent is a decent jump so that's the shocking it's a, part it's a decent jump but I'm, it's a pretty good jump. i'm not shocked that it outperforms it by a good chunk of change yeah they're like the high end to of, a, of this generation outperforms the high end of the last generation as they're going to a, a new jump. seven nanometer process yes this could be a big jump we know this yes we already know this like that's no big news the big news is what we've talked about for a couple of podcasts of how insane their cloud computing is no oh, yeah that's that's the big thing is web servers and all that crazy shit. Like that's what we are chomping at the bit to see go into production and be used by companies of just this insane performance of cloud computing. And that Sean, sweet, you know sweet 70s estimate. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> we could have gone on for an entire podcast about server tech we couldn't, we couldn't that stop age, ourselves from that we had to keep being like alright we'll stop we'll stop and then it was just like <laughs> but they did this thing too we were just oh, bad. they yeah. basically bad. consolidated an entire room of rack servers to a single rack and it outperforms it by and cuts the power consumption by like a tenth if and so, so, so on my end of being completely oblivious to all that that's cool and that's interesting but if you that's talked cool. about it any longer i'd be like i should have brought a pillow maybe we'll give you a, a patreon version or something like that although we don't have a patreon account <laughs> we'll give you a patreon version of us just nerdgasming over server tech yes <laughs> what you do need to look up is the actual server itself Oh yeah, because it's, it's got this it's, sweet, like sweet like seventies aesthetic to it. It's sexy. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we lost Eric. 
Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Now we can yeah. bullshit with it about Eric. That's yeah. my favorite part. Oh, Fuck he's back. Guy. Oh, he's back. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I honestly don't know what the fuck is going on with Zoom. I'm just every every time that it happens now, I'm just being quiet and just waiting for it to come to ride through and then cutting out the audio at that point. Fuck Zoom. <laughs> Zoom's <laughs> the second time it's happened this this episode. Like we yeah. haven't had it happen. Shannon did an entire fucking thing with uh for her podcast and nothing happened and suddenly like it just magically happens whenever we do anything and i'm hard lined into my fucking gig internet the <laughs> issue is zoom it's not with my internet anyways uh in fun news that you may have already thought happened segway is dead and the last segway rolled off of the the line earlier today well, I thought no Segway, more the cops. company was still around. They just stopped making the actual stupid Segway. Yes, the Segway yeah. itself is gone. Yeah. Completely. They're and now just segueing into more news. You've been sitting on that the whole show, too. You're like, I can't wait till we talk about Segway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knew it. He saw it and he's like, ooh, I got Ooh, this. I, I got this. I got the Segway for Segway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, GeForce Now is finally starting to heal, which Chris is super excited about. And Square Enix games have come back to GeForce Now, which is awesome. Yep. They Talk about a misstep, though. With like we're now, just gonna, or by yeah, we're just going to throw all these games on the service without clearing it <laughs> with their publishers first. It'll be fine. Nobody gave a fuck while it was in beta, though. That's the yeah. funny thing. It was in so beta already for like there. two years, and they all didn't give a shit. And then all of a sudden, as soon as Soon as oh, Nvidia was making five dollars per user, five dollars <laughs> per money, user. Once money's involved, of course. We want some of that. Sure, five dollars per user. How many users? Right. Once you start doing math, and basically for publishers though, they're like somebody else is making money on our product for absolutely zero cost. You can yeah, see why they got a lot. Technically, technically making money off of your product, they're actually pushing out a lot of like high-end computer component manufacturers in that case because you're using mm. your Steam account to to lock right. that in, and then you're using a a cloud server to run the game itself instead. So yeah, you, you still need play. to own the game personally, right? Right. Yeah, you still have to own the game. You still have to do it. You could do it. I could do it on this shitty fucking Acer laptop that's sitting way over here that has eight gigs of RAM and a fucking Core i5, and I could run any game that I wanted at high res without any issues because it works well because I have good internet. But mm -hmm. if if I wanted to run that on the other laptop, like I, I can get 1080p and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I don't see the major problem. And actually, the, I think the video game industry gave themselves a major step backwards when they did that bullshit because cloud gaming is supposed to be the wave of the future. And then all of a sudden, like a viable solution that comes out and it's like, hey, you don't need a computer. This is it. And they're like, oh, no, fuck you. You can't have this. No, nice things. Nice things can't be had by people. You mean they, they don't have to buy our game a second time? Nah, fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> DRM is gone and it's the funny thing is, is it's, it has absolutely nothing to do with the game itself it has everything to do with hardware mm. that's it nothing to do with the game the game gets installed on their servers but it's only accessible by you and it's only be able to run by you and then you can run it from anywhere which you could still install another game on a desktop or a laptop and then take that laptop with you just like you can with Microsoft See, Office. I remember going through things. this whole problem back in like the early 2000s. Some company or some band called Metallica was like, ah, I don't want my music played somewhere else. Where <laughs> else could be playing yeah, they wanted there. you to go to a concert and buy a genuine Metallica cock ring and then uh, make yes. sure that you knew that James Hetfield uh, 
blood, motherfucking blood, sweat, and tears for you. Yeah, well, that's right. I remember the whole thing. But we wanted to give him fuel. We wanted to give him fire. And then the games is what this I is exactly what I desire. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I think that they're finally coming around of like, this isn't about the software. It's about the hardware. And it's actually something that NVIDIA, I don't know. The question is, is like, how much are they fucking themselves? I think that they're pretty much just robbing Peter to pay Paul and the, mo- the money's just moving. And they're just making sure that they can endure a longer sustainable monetary system rather than hoping that people spend a thousand dollars for a video card every year it's one of those things where it's just like it's definitely the future it's not there yet but it's Mm going to be an interesting transition the Mm -hmm. software work or the hardware works great and the software works great the biggest issue is just getting the fucking bureaucrats to pull their heads out of their ass yes that's part of it i mean flying cars work great but shit bureaucrats man yeah Okay, we can't even get self-driving cars to work well, let alone <laughs> flying cars. Come on, <laughs> we can't even agree the world's not flat. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, why do we need science? Science is stupid. What do we need science in school for? The Earth is flat. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, coming in. I think it's October. Cyberpunk. Well, and this is before Cyberpunk actually comes out. I don't know if they're going to move this since Cyberpunk got moved. If only we had but someone Cyberpunk from is getting Evolve. a comic series from Dark Horse Comics. No. <laughs> yeah, the comic comes out in September. September. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk, which was supposed to come out in September, is now coming out in November. November. Yeah. Sadly, I I don't I honestly think that they can't push it back yeah. any further, no matter how much they say that that they're polishing it because. They're just gonna piss off too many people. I don't care. Like I, no, nope. I don't care. No, nope. mm-hmm. people have been Mo- super Moimoto gracious so like, far. Was it Moimoto that said like, "Hey, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is bad forever." Is bad forever. Yeah. You think the internet fucking cares about that? I, they so don't forget. No matter when it's released. Yeah. Don't forget, and that's and that's just the thing too. Is and then, and it, anytime you have somebody like it's no different than all the there. I saw a quote. I'm gonna have to dig this up. Um, it was um, one of our researchers on the Evolve team pulled up this quote about uh, The Last of Us. And um, it was someone before the game released saying... Was it something about how the internet loves uh, interracial and homosexual couples, but then uh, suddenly the internet backlashed on it for some fucking reason? Yeah, well, but that's the thing, though. In three days, the world will know that gamers aren't SJW supporters and progressive people because of of TLU2, basically insinuating that it would sell no copies. And it broke almost every record for games on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Because so, everyone bitched about it, and then they're like, "Wait, why are people bitching about it?" That's the other thing that you have to that you have to think about. But I don't. Like, but I don't think that many people are tuned in. Like that's the thing. Like we look at social media and stuff like that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing that we're constantly talking to our clients about. They're like, well, "We saw this guy on social media say this," and I'm like, "Do you realize that like two percent of your audience, like the people who actually play your games, and this how one guy on yeah. social yeah. media say that?" Yeah, the right? world's not that woke, annoyingly. Yeah, they're not paying yeah. attention. They don't care. And they're going to look and they're like, oh, this game that I want, oh, it's not open. Oh, they delayed it. Okay, whatever. When the game arrives, they're going to buy it. Like, right. and I don't the, care how, how, how many times it gets delayed. 
Yeah. But I don't That's care. The big thing like, Cyberpunk if, is so big, it's not going to matter. Like, it's going to be. They can delay it a hundred yeah, times, and I might get progressively angrier and be like, motherfuckers, motherfuckers, motherfuckers. And eventually, they, it's going to get there to be like, give me the game, day one. Like, I'm going to buy the fucking thing. Yeah. Well, and they did a good job of, uh, of posting it out, of like talking about how they want Cyberpunk to be with you for a long time. So mm-hmm. they want to make sure that it's good in its iteration. They they want it to be like The Witcher Three, to where people continually like buy it and they're they're pulling it up and everything. And they want to make sure that that is a game that's going to last for a long time. And I'm trying to I'm going back through a chat that I had uh, with a friend of mine where one one person started bitching about The Last of Us, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think they're like, well, what's the problem with it? And and I was like, you know what? Most of the people have issues with it being. Uh, be having gay relationships and a bunch of other shit and it's and he basically said I, i'm trying to find exactly what is this the right. same person who probably i mean because like we're let's just dive right into it especially if it's a guy every guy's watched porn in their lifetime which and kind of porn do they like this. the most i said it's girl on him. girl like I and it's such bullshit it's such bullshit because suddenly you have morals yet you yeah. jacked off to you know like let's let like get a fucking grip like your morals they only they like they're only a step in front of you you know what i mean and mm-hmm. one thing could happen that well suddenly you're gonna throw your morals up in the air be like fuck morals like you're not holding on to it that preciously and it's I just something for people to bitch about <laughs> in in the chat i said i don't understand why heterosexual people hate gay relationships so much when they when heterosexual men love lesbian porn so much <laughs> like What's the problem with two dudes getting together as opposed to two chicks getting together? Like, I don't have a problem. He's not trying. He's not trying to have sex with me because I'm heterosexual and I don't need to. And they know that it's fine. Don't worry about it. Right. But uh, he actually said graphically, it's great. Gameplay wise, it's great. Gameplay wise, it's great. He didn't like the story personally because he thought that he felt that it shit on the entire original game. Mm. I haven't played it yet because I've been playing another game that takes for fucking ever to play as well. Um, but I am going to play that game and I hope to just like message in and say, hey, Isaiah, you're stupid. I think there's something else to say there, though, too, that this is The Last of Us 2, where, you know, it is the sequel to an, a massively massive franchise or game. That, An amazing game. that defined the PS3, you know, and stuff like that. One of the, I mean, uh-huh. they could have easily just been like, "Hey, The Last of Us Two, Ellie's first period adventure," and I still would have bought it. Like, <laughs> the time. So, I mean, it doesn't. That it might be what the game like, is. I, I, I think that that's to just drive home the narrative of what you were saying, Sean. Like. People on Twitter and social media can be assholes and idiots and bitches because that's what they're good at. At the end of the day... But it's also an echo chamber of the Mm -hmm. same few vocal people. Right. It's just like the the game's going to speak for itself. The game is already going to be... It's... Art is art, and I and I love it. And it's, yeah, uh, that, that thing I actually cool. went and replayed. It, it actually surprised me how much I had forgotten. I replayed The Last of Us before jumping into two, so I only finished Last of Us 
uh, for my second playthrough two nights ago. And then immediately, because I had two, hopped right into two. And I mean, I'm only six, seven hours in. I'm not very far at all. And for me, my seven hours is most people's like two to three because I'm painfully slow. I'd be the worst fucking streamer. Be like, you've been here seven times. I'm like, what if I miss something? No, that, yeah, your best streamer. that would yeah. make you the best streamer. Yeah, Sean. You just got to scream it. loud and be like, <laughs> what am I doing? Please like and subscribe. You gotta Final Fantasy the shit out of things, and I've done that on streams as well. And I've had people that I've had like one or two people on there, and they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, Final Fantasy the shit out of it. I gotta check every nook and corner. Oh, like, mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you don't miss a chest." Oh, like, dude, I'm like thing. RPGs, especially like I go like you know like I do what I used to call the left wall crawl, where like you go into a room, what oh, do you yeah. do? Turn left. <laughs> and I would make my way around. Keep hitting X as you go along. Yeah, just in case, right? <laughs> and then, and then I was like, and then just in case, like I should do it again. <laughs> you might have missed something. Yeah. Well, so you actually, so one of the neat, one of the neat accessibility options that they have in Last of Us Two is not having to push the triangle button to pick up an item. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really neat because it's like the act of pushing triangle to pick up an item is not a gameplay thing it's just a thing Mm -hmm. so by turning on that option and you just walk around and you just pick everything up and you don't need to think about it whatsoever oh that's a revelation in a game like like last of us because there's so much of uh it's like when i play dnd and i have a dm that tells me that i went to an area but i didn't pick up the dagger that i threw at a guy and killed him with so i don't have that dagger anymore it's like you're a dick. Of course, I picked up my weapon. Yeah. So I love playing with with a DM that knows. Is like, you know what? It's implied. You have it already. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah. Like, no, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna. We're not gonna fuck. You left it on John Wick may leave all those bullet shells around, but he still has an entire arsenal of shit. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry about me. I got my dagger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, let's see here. Uh, Okay, the next big one, Microsoft is shuttering Mixer. And there's a few guys walking away with a fat stack of cash because of it too, yeah. man. A few? Well, no, Ninja and Shroud. That's why I said a few? Yeah. Well, there was somebody else too. But what's cr- So Ninja's deal was or $30 million. that sold the tech for Mixer. Uh, I, for- I always forget the name of the company that, mm. that oh, yeah. started Beam. everything. Wasn't it Beam? Yeah, yeah I, think I think it was so. Beam. Yeah, but so Ninja, like, Ninja they're walking away with they 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 made this great tech and now it's just not being used. Well, so we haven't seen the jump that I think it happens in two days or something. Um, what it's going to look like on Facebook gaming with Mixer because they're transitioning that technology over to Facebook is my understanding. Oh, what I read is that they're not transitioning the technology and the technology is going to Teams, Microsoft oh, Teams. No. And they're just transitioning the people and yeah. putting the well, mixer integration. Ship. Yeah, if they're if they're not going to have that that like zero latency or almost zero latency uh, piece going to Facebook, no one's going to fucking go there. Well, okay, but it's Facebook already, man. It, it no, but so the, so that's an interesting thing, though, right? Like everybody just assumes that like Facebook is like I don't personally think about Facebook gaming when I think about streaming, right? But Mixer was well below Facebook gaming numbers already. Mm-hmm. Yes. Facebook was destroying Mixer. Mixer was but the bottom of four. From a tech standpoint, I, I'm 
speaking strictly from a tech standpoint, my company has uh, utilized Twitch, Mixer, and Facebook. Facebook was the worst from a technological standpoint. Oh, yeah. It's just easy um, because you're already on Facebook. Yeah, everyone's already there and you can get a notification and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. We still also got bigger viewership on Twitch than we did on Facebook, though. Mm-hmm. Grandma, Grandpa, For watch big, me play Honey Pop. Things. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Honey Pop. It was not Honey Pop, and it was for a big uh, major league team that we were doing a thing for. Um, and we got much better viewership when we switched it back to Twitch off of that. You can't talk um, about MLB without express written consent from MLB. Not MLB. <laughs> 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 Actually, I, I, I see that say, wording. Like, it, is a, it is a sport that should have been going during that time, but MLB should have been going during that time too. So you know that it wasn't the NFL. It's the only one that you know that it wasn't at that point. But anyways, yeah, we like worst one by far to to stream to that i have seen is facebook twitch is second uh as far as quality and then mixer was the best like that zero latency and everything like it worked really well and i feel really bad that that isn't going anywhere yeah the tech behind well, I, feel, really I cool. mean i feel i feel worse for like i mean there were videos of people because like they didn't warn any of their partners Oh, yeah. And like oh, there were people warned, who were, they warned Ninja. Ninja updated. Yeah, well, his, his, good yeah. for fucking Twitter Ninja. Twitter. Like that guy doesn't. That guy's laughing to the bank no matter. Oh, what, I'm just right? saying though. They warned him though because he updated his Twitch over the weekend. So he knew. Yeah, he, he knew. knew. Like That's such there a were dick people move, that were right? like other streams that when it came out, they're like Ninja updated his Twitch on like Saturday. That yeah. saying that he that he played Valorant. And he does it like Valorant came out well after he made yeah, the yeah. switch to, to Mixer. Valorant, Valorant or Valorant? I don't know. Valorant. Fucking, yeah, Valorant. Anybody Valorant? Know? Valorant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Valorant. Have, have they actually come out and said you, you illiterate uh, fuck? It's Valorant. They're, they're Chinese. They don't even fucking speak English. <laughs> That's it's racist. It's Valorant. That's right. Aren't they? In- it's Valorant. Hey, it's Texas. I, I don't know. I just feel bad. Like I say, the like, like the tech is one thing, but like, so Ninja's this guy who got a $30 million deal. And yep. he didn't even have to finish any of it. Walked away with all his money in hand. And it was so fucking cocky that he turned down a $60 million offer from Facebook to make that transition. He's like, fuck you, I'm going back Whoa, to Twitch. that's <laughs> new. I did not hear yeah, that. Yeah, he got offered $60 million and he told them Jeez. to take a hike, right? Well, but, at that point, I will give him a little bit of leeway and say that maybe he's learned his lesson that it's really hard to take on Amazon. But yeah. so so here's my 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 biggest Papa issue, Jeff. especially finding out that he got like a heads up in a sense where you know he he knew ahead of everybody else. This is a guy who never has to wake up in the morning and think about you know if he's got money in the bank to buy groceries or pay his rent. Yeah. These small streamers who are full time streamers yet and are scraping by, who lost their entire audiences, who had no fucking notice. Mm-hmm. Like that is one of the dirt. Like that's no different. That's no different than your boss at any company that anybody works for, knowing that the company is going to go tits up in a month, and they just keep quiet. And then the day comes, and they're like, "By the way, you're unemployed. And we can't give you your last paycheck." The the plus side is they yeah. have a month, but everybody was already going to be uh, boycotting Mixer anyways because of a whole bunch of other fucking shit that came out. Two days prior to this, that's just bad timing. Not going to talk about. Yeah, that's just bad timing. But 
But yeah, yeah it, it, the whole thing, and that's there were a lot of uh, streamers that I was watching like the day that it came out that were talking about like this is not something that's new. This is not something that like was a knee jerk reaction. Like this is something that's been in the works for months. Yeah, you don't do that kind of deal in two days. No, like yeah. there's literally some like legit top tier media that are reporting this and basically going on the idea of like, well, that's what happens when you're racist. It's like, come on, you guys know that no business deal of that magnitude, we're talking millions on top of millions of dollars, happens in two days. No. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, we got to unload this thing. <laughs> like, Facebook, it's not take it. That's no not way how it works. works. There's no way that one asshole who is running Mixer that can't, it can easily be replaced like would be the downfall of everything. Well, I mean, could absolutely. you even imagine if that's how it could possibly work? You know, like Phil gets an email and he's like, there's racist on Mixer. Well, fucking sell it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, that's not how business is done. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, you want this Mixer thing? Cool. <laughs> yeah, Zucky. Yeah, Zucky, exactly. exactly. I got a deal for you. <laughs> All right. Like, get your head out of your you ass. Ninja, you want Trout? <laughs> going back to the last of us 2 people are getting really good at playing guitar on last of us 2 have you watched any of these videos i've tried to do the guitar thing one and i'm awful um Dude. two two if you just kind of fuck around with the way it works like it's uh, has anybody else played it no, no. no okay so the the the, the touch bar if you tap anywhere, so you've got, if you tap anywhere from top to bottom, you're going to hit, you're going to finger pick all your strings. That and was like, the next thing I was going to say is you can do regular strumming and finger And pick. you can finger pick. So, but you've also got five chords that you can work with. So you can, you use the R1 and L1 buttons to transition through different. I thought it was different, uh, eight. No, well, maybe unless it expands, but I saw five. So you can go through five different chord setups. And then, and then with each one, you've got your set of notes or whatever. And yeah, you can, and depending on it, where you push, where you, you tap on the, on the bar, yeah, you'll, you'll finger pick or just swipe along it and you'll strum. It's super impressive. I actually saw a really funny uh, Twitter video from Video Game Donkey where <laughs> he's like, it took me a few tries and it's, so it starts out with Ellie and she's, I'm pretty sure he was just kind of fucking around, just like doing anything he could. So her fingers are flying, but they're, he's playing like some hard ass rock song and it transitions where all of a sudden you see the track from Guitar Hero 3 coming down <laughs> and, and you still see Ellie in the background. Like it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> all right. I was wondering if they'd be able to uh, um, incorporate in the Guitar Hero peripheral. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, is this somebody playing it? Yeah, this is somebody playing the Little Big Planet music. In in the game. In the game. game. That's in crazy. Uh, okay, here, here's, here comes the sun. I want the Diablo theme song from Diablo 1. Uh, no, the, not the theme song, of being in town. Oh, yeah. That's some good shit. That's some good shit. They actually, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to give anything away and I won't because I'm respectful of all that sort of stuff. But one thing that's really, really neat is, is the, the idea of, so you look at Ellie and she's what, 19 in this game and the world ended in 2013 in a sense. I can't remember what year. 2012, the game's I think. 
Yeah, well, I remember seeing stuff in 2013, but I, I can't remember what year it's supposed to be taking place in currently. Um, mm. But obviously, there's a gap yes. there, and she didn't grow up in like what what we have, the same and what we see, right? And so there's old songs that to us are like old classics that she has a completely different interpretation of because she doesn't she just doesn't understand where it came from in a sense. So there's like when you take in the nuance and her playing the song and stuff, it takes on an entirely different meaning. It's really smart how they incorporated it into the game. And there's one scene in particular, and it, once you play it, like you'll get it if you play it. I, I actually had to stop and pause and like, it was way more powerful than I ever thought that one particular song could be. So smart storytelling by Naughty Dog. Really, really smart. Yeah, I bought the game. I just haven't had a chance to play it because I've been out of town. I'm looking yeah, forward to I, it. I bought it and I've been, I've been playing, I'll, I'll, I've been alluding, I've been playing Desperados 3 for a week and a half. <laughs> Did you just get your code? What's up with Chris? No, no, didn't you have that shit out weeks ago? We didn't get early. We didn't get early. We got it. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so I was playing multiple things, but the finger picking and everything like that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, What what you were saying about her not knowing those things actually reminded me because my wife and I finally watched uh, Zombieland Double Tap over the weekend and it was very similar to the hippie in double tap who's like playing like bob dylan and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah did you write that he's like yeah i wrote it this <laughs> 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 was just great that's the first one was better but i still like double tap quite a bit it, it was funny the first one was definitely better but it's really really hard to follow up something like that like that was oh really it, zombie land was like yeah. immediately endearing like everything about it they did it right all right we've only got a couple of things left and a couple of them are really quick acer is, is making energy drinks now apparently um, um why didn't you put who cares beside that one exactly. jason yeah who gives a fuck this is just like who gives a shit if you delete shit and you tell me that we don't want to talk about it then i'll i won't talk about it that's the funny thing uh playstation plus though is celebrating its 10 year anniversary next year sweet maybe they can start offering games that don't suck so uh but hey let's (laughs) i the one thing i wonder is if they're actually gonna do anything that's like big we haven't heard anything so I should actually know. clarify. It's not games that don't suck because that's not fair. I think for people who are more casual fans who subscribe to it, they get games that they haven't already bought. But for anybody who's like yep. relatively mm-hmm. hardcore, every game I'm like, I have it. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. I have but then it. we can sit there and say it. like, hey, look, on sale. get PlayStation Plus. You can get this game now. Play this game because it's fucking awesome. Well, my favorite yeah. was, the one was City I, Skylines I for a while because while a lot of people complained about it, it's just like, that is one I haven't bought already. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Downloaded. <laughs> every once in a while, there's one that comes along where I'm like, oh, I actually don't own that game. Yeah. But chances are, if I do, my thing is, is if I don't own it, I didn't really want it to begin with. Right. <laughs> but now free. Free. Yeah. yeah, but free. free. And I'll get it, and then I won't play it. <laughs> There's a 5% chance that it came out at the time of, like, six other really big games that then you forgot about that game. Right. <laughs> but when you're so entrenched, though, where you're you're on top of the news, you don't forget about games. You just kind of... They're always there because you're always looking at like they'll hop on. Oh, there's a sale, a sale on the PSN store or on the Xbox store. Oh, there it is. You like it's impossible to forget games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jason's just in here now doing spell correct on things, but not even 
not even spell correct. He's like changing it to slang. So we now have Pokemon's Cafe V V V V. Pokemon Cafe uh, was announced last week. Um, and then they announced this week, just this morning, because we're recording a little bit late than we normally do, that Pokemon Cafe is out now to play, uh, as well as Pokemon Unite, which is a game in the works. Pokemon Cafe is similar to a match three type setting, except you swirl everything around. Don't care. Um, mm. I played it. It's actually okay. Don't it's care. not bad. Mm-hmm. And it works on the Nintendo Switch and it's on the and it's on mobile and it Don't care. is free to play. It's free to play, dude. Fuck you, asshole. Mm-hmm. We, we're not talking to just us bitches. <laughs> we're, uh, as we have seen, we are talking to many people throughout the world on this podcast, apparently. Um, the other thing is Pokemon Unite, which Nintendo is making a MOBA. It's a MOBA? Yeah. I don't know what to feel about this. So here's the thing. I'm an adult, so I don't give a fuck about Pokemon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I mean, if my 11 year old, well, he's almost 12, but still, if my 11 year old is like, Pokemon is for babies, well, what the fuck is this 42 year old ass going to say? Like, I just no, can't care about Pokemon. Yeah, no, exactly. I, can't snap. I didn't even oh. put on that Pokemon Snap has been announced <laughs> in production, and I fucking like Pokemon Snap. I just like my Fortnite, just... my Pokemons, and my minions, and my name is <laughs> Carol, and I love Facebook, and I can't wait to watch all the games on there. That's right. <laughs> Are you playing Farmville too, or what? In Farmville, oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> Did you come water my plants? Candy Crush and <laughs> yeah, candy I'm a Crush hardcore gamer because I got more gaming hours than all of you all in Candy Crush. Because you spend more time on the toilet than the rest of us. <laughs> that's right. Playing Farmville, that's the only time you that play. Fiber. That's it. That's, that's all, all that fiber. Yep. And hey, hey. Don't diss a parent having to sit on the toilet to get away from the fucking kids. <laughs> I'm just saying I got the $60 million deal. That There's a reason down. I take I go to the shitter every night after Sit. dinner. See, <laughs> Sean, thank you very much. Like, don't even, don't even fucking chastise people because of that. Like, oh, well, you just spend a bunch of time on the toilet. So do you, asshole. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> I can't deny it. I can't deny it. I wish I could. <laughs> to be fair, all assholes spend a lot of time on the toilet. Oh, oh. No, wow. They spend like a couple of minutes and those people are weird. <laughs> like who spends six, like 30 seconds on the toilet? Like, you can't rush you that. Yeah. Is, what are you doing? You make like, sure you get it all out so you're not going to wait, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to sit there just a little longer. You're like, I'm not sure yet. You, you ever have that where yeah. you like, you sit there for like a oh, minute yeah. or two longer you and you're like, feel I it. think I'm done. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. My, my body is so tuned. That even if I pee beforehand, while we're getting very personal here, after wow. I've done whatever business I need to, I always, when I'm done, have an after done pee. Always. That's how I know I'm done. <laughs> if I go for like a long time and also like that, I haven't had that pee, I just chill for a minute because it's coming. <laughs> and then you'll be like, and done. The one thing you sit there on the toilet. And you're there for like 15 minutes and you're like, I can fucking feel it. I can feel it. And then you finally get fed up with it. You stand up, you walk out, 30 seconds there later, it goes. Motherfucker. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you walk out and you're just like, yeah, I'm good. Nope, I'm not nope. fucking good. God damn it. And then the wife and the kid are both looking at you weird, like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, shut Wait, up. Are you just in there? <laughs> 
Leave me alone. It wouldn't happen. And as the conversation that happened in our chat earlier, a squatty potty will help solve that problem. True. <laughs> I mean, most people argue that it's just a stool, and it is. It but is. But it works. It but work. how many people have fucking stools in front of their toilets? Most people don't, and it fucking works. It works. It does That's work. All I'm saying. So, anyways, okay, we're now finally on to what are we playing? Who wants to go first? I'll go first because I probably have the least since I was out of town for a bit. It's like you only played like one, right? Yeah, I only played like the one <laughs> game that I really need to talk about. And that is uh, uh, a DLC for a game that I loved. And that is uh, uh, Moonlighter Between Dimensions, Sean. Hey, one of mine! Jason was Not- so excited when because uh, he doesn't go into terminals that often. And he's like, Wait, what, what platform did that come out? Or did we get that? And I was like, got it on Switch for you, Jason. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're the one that bought Moonlighter. I bought it. I bought, it. I, I bought Moonlighter. <laughs> like the second I saw this game announced, I, I don't remember, a couple years ago, I was just like, that game looks like awesome shit. I love, if you guys remember, there is a game, oh, I'm going to butcher the name here because I can't remember completely, R- Reset. Uh, no, uh, Rosetta. Rosetta, thank you. Where it was just like, hey, yeah, your whole thing's running a shop and going to the dungeon and stuff like that. And it was fun. It was just like way more on the um, store management and the story, which is fine for what it was, than what I really, really wanted. And Moonlighter kind of does a very much more even balance where it's just like you can go mm-hmm. and fight shit or like a typical rogue style dungeon crawler or you can run your shop and all the good stuff like that and i enjoyed moonlighter a lot i beat the shit out of it right away but then like most people i got to the end and i was just like there's nothing else i really need to do right now so i'm kind of done here uh between the dimensions <coughs> dlc uh fixes pretty much all of that and then more. Um, really mm-hmm. what they did is they upped the difficulty because I remember the last level, uh, the last dungeon uh, in the original game being a little easy because by then I had drained out everything that I could. And so they make now a more roguelike experience where you have a full longer dungeon that doesn't follow a, a extremely set pattern. And the difficulty is ramped way higher, uh, making it that you really want to fight forward and get the extra down, uh, extra stuff that you can find and buy and sell, and then spend more time finding actual items. Uh, you know, big time, a uh, lot of it, especially towards the end, all of your upgrades were coming from the dungeon you're in next. So there's never really a need to go hunting around to other dungeons. This one, you know, all of your weapon upgrades and stuff like that will come from all over the place. So while all the enemies are in the main uh, now slime dungeon or interdimensional dungeon. Um, it is uh, <laughs> easier to uh, get them all there and then still keep hunting and going through. Another mm-hmm. thing that I love is that they really revamped a lot of the shop stuff and the trading aspect adds so much more to uh, the, the shop because a big part of it is that you're running around your shop trying to catch crooks, trying to catch birds now, trying to help customers to buy stuff and decorate your store as much as possible. Wait, wait. Birds fly into your shop? Birds now fly mm-hmm. into your shop and everyone awesome. freaks the fuck out. And they're like, awesome. I can't, I can't That's actually anything. what happens in real life, too. It is. Yeah. It's so great. Tell, me, like, tell yeah. me you haven't seen birds in Costco. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. Dude, we birds always live in the rafters at Costco. Mm-hmm. And, and then every time someone sees a bird, they go, oh, bird, there's a bird. Just like, yeah, <laughs> you got it. 
<laughs> so that's what happens here. And so you, you, you dive roll all over the place to catch a bird and jazz like that. But really, you know, in, in the uh, vanilla game, there's the two desks that you manage. You have to manage your sales counter where you're just selling stuff. And then you have the request counter where people come up and be like, hey, can you get me X amount of item and I'll give you like a lot of gold? Or can you kill so many of whatever enemy and I'll give you a bunch of gold? And back in the original game, once I was towards the later uh, dungeons, I pretty much ignored the request table because any money I could get there, I could easily get by selling stuff. And then usually the requests were for dungeons outside of the one I was working on. I was just like, no, I don't want to go back to the original dungeon to farm you 10 gold leafs or whatever mm. bullshit you're asking for. I don't give a crap to go back to do that. Now, those are still there, so I do kind of still ignore them. But now I go check it because there will be trade requests that will come in on the on the other desk where it will be like, hey, I have this actually super rare item that would be helpful for you. I'll trade it to you for a large amount or a, a pretty high amount of this other valuable item that you might have. And then mm. you get to do a little bit of a negotiation back and forth for that item. He's like, hey, I have two of these items, but I want 10 of your copper coils that are worth like 30 grand each. And you're just like, shit, that's a lot of copper coils. How about I give you four of them? And you're like, fuck off. I want way more than that. And you'd be like, all right, six, deal. And now you have a super rare item that you don't have to grind out to find in the dungeon that you can then use for your upgrades and all stuff like that. Um, I then had to create a whole nother, reorganize all of my storage to make a upgrade request box so I can make sure I don't then immediately go out and sell my item for $5,000 because I don't know how much it's worth and that'd be stupid. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, uh, make sure that I have it all organized so that when I go to upgrade, I finally can. Um, mm -hmm. Two other things that just blew me away were the addition of rings, which I was just like, finally, here's a real reason for me to go back to those other dungeons and grind out the bosses to get a better ring drop or anything else from them and stuff like that. Because before it was just like, hey, I can grind out the dungeons to get my items to upgrade, but I don't need to go fight the boss. Because at the end of the day, the stuff that I get, You're not getting anything yeah, it's valuable. Like, yeah, I can sell it all, but I can, I'd rather, why risk it? Because I have a full backpack and I can just go back and upgrade my shit anyway right now. So where, where's the benefit? So now with the rings, now there's a reason for me to want to go back and try to get some more of that. And then uh, um, number two, the addition of the, uh, I, I call them goo items, but I don't think that's what they are. The, the dungeon only items where each <clears throat> boss you beat in the new dungeon, in the, in the in dimension of the dungeon, uh, will drop a, a dungeon only weapon of some kind or, or some other item. And you then have to use the dungeon only currency to unlock from the uh, slime interdimensional creature guy. And these weapons are usually OP as fuck. And they're a lot of fun to play with, and they'll sometimes have a special ability that'll also hurt you. So you gotta be like, all right, do I want to be OP but damaging myself when HP is There's very trade -off. in this game? And, and or do you want to just like not have it on and still be damaging and stuff like that? I got this like broadsword this last game. Totally rechanged my entire play style. And I had so much fun with that. And I was so mad that I was just like, oh, man, that when you leave the dungeon, the, the weapon goes away and you have to find it again and all that stuff like that. But I was like, there's another reason for me to now want to go back in because not only can I get that weapon again because I've unlocked it now, but now I'm excited to find out what other weapons there are for me to unlock and play around with. So I'm excited now for a lot more replayability that we have going on there. I'm excited for the new different weapons and the way more engaging fun I've had with the store. Um, there's been a, a, at least uh, a, a, the, the new upgrades to the store 
and the new trade merchant that's out there as well. I've had fun with those. Uh, it's definitely made the world feel a lot more involved than what it was mm. just running a store and doing a dungeon crawler. So instead of being like a, hey, here's a nice little fun game for you to like have your cake and eat it too. But now here's a way more fun game that's also deeper involved. Um, yeah. One other thing that I really liked is that there's a little bit more of an extended story. Uh, you get a lot more backstory about your past and your family and your supposed love interest. I'm sure more of that will come up the further I play into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah. But yeah, it's... It's been very entertaining. I've loved the crap out of it. It it made the it, it turned already a very great game to a fantastic game. And if you don't already have Moonlighter, uh, Moonlighter Between Dimensions makes it just more of an icing on on the cake. And you should definitely pick up both things ASAP. Mm. Nice. And that's I mean, not me pandering. That's not that? me pandering, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm just no, no, no. Really good. You're not the only person to say it, and that's the like that that game. I kind of thought originally that it was going to float under the radar a little bit and uh, was genuinely surprised with how well it was received. I mean, not just critically, but by fans as well. Like people played the shit out of that one and were like super happy to, to see more stuff come along. And I mean, it's funny, like it seems like that's just a pedigree for almost anything 11 bit at this point. They just today released actually, um, a new playable character for Children of Morta. And yes. I don't know if any of you guys have played that Jason, game. I knew that Jason yep. wasn't wasn't able to play that game yet. Like, I was going to say oh, that afterwards. Do you need a key for it, man? You want no, it on I, Switch? I, no, I've played it. I, I have it on the Switch. And I actually oh, okay. bought it on the PlayStation Yeah, he's waiting. He, he so, needs to play now the free Actually, if you want to give me... Now that I think about it, if you want to give me a Switch key, I'll take one because I've played the fuck out of it on the no, uh, I'll PS4. No, I'll take it. I can play. give you guys a Switch key. I can give you guys a Switch key. I played it with That game is so good. So good. It's beautiful player, man. And it plays so well. And the fact that, yeah, it's like a second player or a second... or. In a second, another character got added into that game. This like just today, I was like, mm -hmm. "Oh man, Jason's gonna want to play that." It's so cool. Yeah. Now we're gonna have to wait and see. But I'm super stoked that you really liked the Moonlighter uh, DLC, which is only seven dollars. Only seven dollars, and you can usually find the, the game on sale too, which is a great deal yeah. in itself. Yeah, that's that is a great deal. I it, well, I want to say it's less than thirty for the game and the DLC. Oh yeah, no, it's it, yeah, it's, I think normally it's twenty dollars, but you can find it for fifteen all the time for the game, and that's yeah. not worth it. So that's a penny. great fucking mm -hmm. deal. Yeah, if you guys come to me, you guys can get it for free. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it works. We yeah. usually do, and then you ignore those requests. No, 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 like, no. There's a difference wait, wait, between. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't get that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I will always grant you guys a request on terminals, but the over and above, you got to come to me personally. Oh, I like that. I like that offer. All right, right, there we there. go. That's what we need. Hey, we we've got another request that we want to do. That uh, we want to we want to get some of the girls from Evolve on for patch notes. Be our be our advocate of how cool of dudes we are. <laughs> <laughs> And mm. you can just say to uh, to Malachi that that it's just a bunch of Franks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you 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 may not know what that means, but she'll know what it means. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Sean, do you want to talk about any games that you're playing? Well, I already talked about it. The only game that I've kind of been invested in over the past little while is The Last of Us. I spent uh, uh, just over a weekend or so kind of powering through the first one again. And then 
Again, when I'm you're only not maybe... working on games that are well, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm and I'm only like six to seven hours into the second one, and I mean, so far I'm really liking it. The the dynamic between Ellie and Dina, the other main kind of character is really, really enjoyable. Um, they're treating it with the right amount of respect, I think, um, in terms of, they're not, I don't, I mean, again, and this is coming from a straight white dude, I guess, but I don't feel like they're treating the relationship as if it's a, um, you know, like- A, a show. A, a dog and pony mm-hmm. show in a sense, right? They're treating it with the respect that it, that it needs and it deserves in a sense to normalize that kind of relationship for people in, in you know, in, in some degree. Um, I was surprised a few times, even within the first few hours of some of the things I saw. I mean, I'm, and I'm not the type to do any type of uh, story spoiler by any stretch, but there are some things that surprised me in really good ways um, that I didn't necessarily see coming. So, I mean, right now I'm just really excited to continue through, but I mean, I've heard some people spend up to 40, 40 odd hours or so to get through this one. So, I mean, there's a lot more content in front of me. I feel like I've probably barely scraped the surface on this one. So yeah, I've I'll have to 28 to 42 hours. Depending exactly. On, depending on how style. much of a completionist you are. I'm such a completionist. <laughs> So yeah, like painfully about 42 so. hours. That's, that's what you have to look for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm painfully slow when it comes. I mean, and even 42 is a stretch for me because I don't know. Like I will go around the same small space seven times. It just, I'm horrible. Yeah. And it's not that you're dying a lot, like sucking at it. You're just, you're checking and making sure that you have everything. Well, I, I completionist don't, as opposed to a suckinist. I don't, I don't miss things. Like, you know, like yeah. sometimes you go through a game and at the end of it, it's just like, you're say you're going to get an achievement or a trophy for collecting all of X item. I don't ever miss those because it's literally impossible when you explore every corner of every space <laughs> <Right>? you're in. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> Did I check under this rock? Right, I'm not Chris. sure. Exactly. Because I'll let you go first because uh, you've got a ton and I, I think I have like one or two that I'll like piggyback onto with that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go pee. <laughs> as you know, though, that 900 demos in one week. <clears throat> Fuck. So many demos. Well, there's also. I, I, it was a daunting. Yeah. Effort. There's also the uh, Gorilla Collective, which had some demos as well. So that was like the week or two before that. Um, so I played a couple from there, which was one was called Dreamscaper, which looked good. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, so it's like an action RPG where you have like these little zones and you kind of go through these portals to get to the next zone. Sometimes you got to unlock some keys or find some stuff to be able to unlock that um, portal. You have melee attacks, uh, range attacks, as well as spells. And you're in this kind of dream zone. So after you like you die, because I died against the boss when I played the first time. And then so I was kind of wake up. Hey, do you want to go again? Do you want to do the tutorial? And the tutorial is you actually like playing a video game. And then it goes in like a tutorial mode. And it just kind of shows you everything. Um, that one was pretty fun. Um, kind of along the same lines of action RPG was a game called Raji. Which Raji is like, um, like Indian, like folklore and... God, so you have these two gods like talking to each other as they kind of narrate the story as you're going through. As you play this woman who's a circus performer whose brother's been kidnapped, so you get kind of spirit go through. Um, 
and like you can whip around like poles and like do like stun magic you can run up the wall and do like a flip different attacks kind of shows you through that that game's super interesting and fun um again another little action rpg um, i'm not huge into that one looks yeah cool. it's actually really kind of cool and looks like it's got some good like mild platforming mechanics built into it too yeah so there's definitely some platforming on there too so that one is actually really kind of fun um and then jumping into some of the demos for around the steam summer game festival um one that i didn't even really find on there except i had to search for it because you mentioned it which we kind of talked about on patch notes would say no more Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That game. laughs> and so not say, say no more, but say no, no more. more. Yeah. Oh, I love saying and it, no. It's got an it's got an exclamation point after no. Yes. Say no more. Yeah. So that's the game oh, where you man, play an intern at a company who's like, oh, you gotta say yes, 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 yes. Your supervisor steals your lunchbox, and everyone's asking for coffee or make copies. Do this, do that, and then you pop in this little tape and this. Guy pops up and he's like, hey, here's how you say no. And so you just, it's like this on rails game. And it's game. Macho Man Randy Savage, basically. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> hitting the space bar to say no. And then you can kind of change it from a hard no to a soft no. You can also just no. start clapping at him. No. Or laughing at him. Kind of throwing him like, wait. Like one guy's like, oh, your outfit is ugly. So I started laughing. I'm like, huh? Wait, I'm supposed to be laughing at you. What are you doing? I'm like, no. And then you just like kind of fly back. <laughs> you can charge your note to make it more powerful, which because there are some it's like boss so characters. That need the best ones. part about that was that it was a it's a German company that's making it. So they had a German guy doing the entire video. And I, I watched the entire thing. and I was like, this game looks awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> so about that, that is, was the best part is that he's like, he's like it in German. We say nine, but it. In English, you say no. <laughs> so in the beginning, you kind of choose your character from like a different from a selection of different characters, and then you choose your no. There's a few different voices, and you either say no or you say nine. So yes. So when You're I played through, actually, yeah. So when I played through, I had saying nine. Like all, all nine. the voice acting is in English, but when you say you say nine. <laughs> oh man that makes it so much more perfect like they didn't even talk about that i love the fact that you can say nine instead of yes no. it's great <laughs> um so about the same time i was playing that game i was playing uh damage and transit which was the topic of our last patch notes that was a patch notes if you haven't yeah. listened to patch notes check us out on our uh whole network Other of pod podcasts, yep. ibiff.co. So if you want to really learn about that game, you that's, you guys have like that's where you do it. 17 podcasts now? We have now? three now. We have a three. full network, official network yeah. of podcasts. Yes. Wow. And do you record each one each week? So three podcasts no, uh, a week? No, Patch Notes is more as they Dear come. God, yeah. So we you might have you. like a week where we have two or three, and we may go like, like a month or so without it. It all depends on – because that one's more – Interviews with developers, right? Mm -hmm. Interviews with other people in the industry, like that. Gotcha. We we want it to be like a very specific, hyper focused thing on just what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. so a bit more nuanced, a little more yes. 
kind of dialed in. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, hey, Sean, what are you what are you playing, and what other bullshit do you want to talk to us about? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just if you haven't listened to that quick thing, it's like a puzzle, like split attention puzzle game, where you're trying to get these two drones into the delivery spot, which you're not actually controlling them. You're just controlling arrows on the map. And so they can fall in the water or hit spikes or fire and stuff like that. So you got to really kind of pay attention and be quick on change those arrows. Amazon warehouse. Yep. (laughs) It is quite hard. So. And the fact that it's, it's like you have to do button presses like, like really quick. Yeah. In order to make sure that it's like, you change the path so that so that so that robot two goes down at a certain point, but then like immediately like you have to tap it twice so that robot one goes up at a certain yep. point. Like that's the big thing is like all of the all of the things all go in synchronicity, and you have to make sure that you're watching all of it at a certain time to ensure that the packages get delivered to the right place. Yep. So, which is really cool. Yeah. And that that entire episode was really was actually really good. I, I loved talking with yeah. these guys at Everrook. They they were really good. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I played Metamorphosis, which I don't. Ooh, another one of ours. Oh, that is one of yours. <laughs> uh, not mine, but Bryden probably gave you guys the key. Well, no, that was the demo from. Yeah, we, yeah. We oh, the demo. Yeah. Okay, Metamorphosis is one of ours. It's from All In Games, right? Yeah, that one's really interesting. Uh, so basically, you start up, you wake up in a room um, at your buddy's house because you drank too much last night, partying like his birthday. So I'm like, oh, I gotta go to work. It's just like, go say bye. So then you kind of read a letter, find a key, get out the room, and as you kind of walk around, there's like these little uh, pictures, and like, oh yeah, that's he's got all these pictures of us, huh? That's kind of weird. But you're looking at the pictures, and you're all like bugs. They're like bug faces. Do you want to learn something? Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> The Metamorphosis, it's actually based on a Franz uh, Kafka novella because uh, he turns into a bug, correct? No, it's based off Animorphs from 1994. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's based on Honey, I Shrunk the Kid from 1989. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> but like Azure. Yeah, no, written. I can't remember what year. Oh, no. Just quickly looked it up here. Uh, it was first published in 1915, so that's the actual oh. inspiration so behind the, the game. Kids is based off of that. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled that out of my ass. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out June 23rd, 1989. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, June 23rd. So we're like, well, like an anniversary almost, of sorts. Yeah, almost exactly. 32, 31 Fuck. years ago. Shut up, asshole. Mm-hmm. 31 years ago. We love you, Rick Moranis. <laughs> Moranis. I love Rick yeah. Moranis. Moranis. But anyways, as Valorant. you kind of walk down this hallway, you get like shorter and shorter. So then you end up back in the same room. But now you're like half the size, so you can't even reach the doorknob. So you have to like climb up onto the, like up these like books and stuff like that. Back up the desk, read the letter, a different letter, get the key, go up this other way so you can reach the doorknob to unlock the door. And then as you go through the hallway, you now actually transition into like an ant. You start crawling through a duck and then you gotta try to get up there again. And once you read the letter, then you kind of fade in and pass on the end demo. So it's a shitty LSD dream. Yeah. It's a really <laughs> shitty LSD dream. It's like the worst LSD dream. <laughs> it's just the intro to IT. 
remember the uh, or not ITPT. Remember the oh uh, yeah, that's that's what it really is about. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good game, and we still oh, not even a game. So many and it never will be, unfortunately. <laughs> It's not even a game, man. And I Sadly. mean, I remember the first time coming around the corner there and and seeing the the, the woman kind of yeah, yeah and like hanging by the door part there, and like it was one of those situations where I turned the corner and I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, so what do I do now? And I did like an inch and or then two. You died. No, no, I did like <laughs> an inch or two forward. And like, because I'm not very good at those kinds of games, because like, I, I just don't have the gumption. I'm a coward. <laughs> I did like a couple like like quick toggles forward on the analog, and I'm like, I'm too close for comfort. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna back up. Like, I'm gonna take the safe route, and I'm gonna back up. Of course, they know that there's pussies like me who play this oh, game. Because yeah. the second you back up, she fucked you up. <laughs> my controller. I threw it so hard, I put a dent in my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Because nobody knew what they were getting into with that game. Oh, it, that it's a game, game called PT, and they're like, mm-hmm. what is this? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and then a hallway. It's the best horror game ever oh, made, and it was holy hallway. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah. there were there were four of us playing it together, and when anybody lost the stomach for the game, you would just pass the controller to the next person. And it had been around so many <laughs> times. By the time I got to there, people were like, no, I'm good. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I suck at horror games. Yeah. I can't play any of them. I'm just I'm too much of a sissy. Mm-hmm. I love horror games so much. Have you guys All ever right. seen the video of me playing um Oh, oh what's which one was is it? it resident evil vr um no it's another vr game though um oh god i've here seen they lie video. i don't remember here they is. lie it's here yes. they lie and i you can literally see me sweating bullets <laughs> like through the psvr because i'm so scared i just i can't <laughs> oh it's so good it's <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on. Uh, next game, I did play Genesis Nor a little bit. I didn't really get how to really play that game. You're just kind of walking around and kind of looking at stuff, I guess. Uh, so much like your game of the year list. Yeah. <laughs> demo. Yeah, it's exactly the definition of yeah. Demo. <laughs> so Pokemon Snap. Yes. No hey. Pokemon. Let's go. Pokemon Snap is. Fun. Thank you very much, asshole. Uh, and then uh, Sinai and Happiness Four Apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> I forgot this was a demo. Is it? Is this their MOBA or whatever? No, that's Raptor Rejects. You're thinking the Battle Royale. Royale. Oh yeah, let's get Yeah, no, this is a new game where you just kind of move around and look, kind of look at stuff. So I think you're trying to find a prom date. But in the demo, you're trying to get a hall pass. So, like, you walk into one classroom and the teacher's got, like, a ball gag in his mouth wearing his, like, leathers. And there's, like, this, like, BDSM, like, shit on, like, the chalkboard. So, like, that he hits a button and just flips over you know, to, like, regular school stuff. Standard sign-in and happiness shit. <laughs> and so, like, you're... Sir, what kind of hall pass are we talking here? Oh, that yeah. hall pass. <laughs> the, the rainbow bubbles kind. Well, because, you know, there's got the... Overzealous hall monitor Holly, who's like, it's a Holly Pass because oh, I'm shit. so good. They call it, they changed the name to a Holly Pass. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to get one forged. Uh, so you just kind of go around and talk to people and like kind of do stuff like that. Like, there's people making out in front of your locker, 
And so, like, one of the dialogue options is, like, hey, it's trying to turn me on now. So you just creep them out and they go away. So then you actually get in your locker and grab stuff. <laughs> very exciting. Yes, it's a very exciting and happiness game. That's great. That's that's great. <laughs> the last demo I played was for Rustler, which is basically Grand Theft Auto oh, yeah. 2, or it's like kind of the top-down style, said medieval times with a lot of like humor from like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And that game's great. With horses instead of yes. cars. Because it's all medieval time. So even like the guards, when they're chasing you on the horses, their horses have like red and blue fucking lights going on. And then you go into a pimp your horse to get your horse spray, spray painted to get the cops oh, off shit. you. <laughs> so it is just Grand Theft Auto, but in real time. Yeah, it's Grand yeah. Theft Auto. So like, there's no like mixing words. No, yeah. It's Grand Theft Horse. <laughs> like, they literally have. <laughs> Which is what they, they said. Yeah, like in the parentheses, like after the title, they have Grand Theft Force. Like, they're like, this is what our game yeah. is. We make Grand Theft Auto 2, but with horses. You know what didn't change at all between the two games? Horse. What? Horse. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the company that, that actually makes this game. And if I remember right, this is the same uh, company. That it's like all of their stuff is that they're like, yeah, it's not this. And it's also not this. Um, and say, oh, no, it's not it's jutsu games there is another uh another developer that actually made a bunch of games that came out and like everything they have is like i can't look or it it's not uh shit. What, what's the first person magic game that you and i have talked about chris that jason never played first person magic game yeah it was it was like playing quake but with, which they have one it's like notquake.com and but it's like you're playing uh oh, it starts with an h hexen oh hexen. yeah hexen, i yeah. played hexen That's it. yeah oh yeah. no you and i have talked about it yeah, yeah. Jay, jay you and i have talked about it. it's like not hexen.com yeah i was just like yeah. that's why it took me so long because it was just like that i haven't played it's like, bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah they, they, they made a whole bunch of those and i I was like, I was like, is that it? No, that wasn't it. that wasn't the same developer. But yeah, there there was a company that was showing off a lot of those games during these these uh, these demo sets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, these don't look very good. However, I want to play the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, Rosa's fantastic, especially since it's more like the Grand Theft Auto two rather than like the modern Grand Theft Auto. So it's at least there's some time involved. Since we've played that kind of... True. But then... Um, <laughs> so those are it for the demos. But then... <laughs> Jesus. At PC Gamers... Oh, wait, wait, there's more. more. He, he can't go out to bars because Phoenix is like COVID central. So he's he's not doing anything but going to work coming home. Idle hands are the devil's play things. Yep. At least he's not playing with himself. It's cool. Uh, so during the PC Gamers show... There was a game that kind of came out of nowhere. Well, it's been out for a while, but finally on PC. I think it's their second game on PC, but Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> yeah. 
Sean's favorite Which, game of all time. Do you want to talk about a game Sean loves this game. that I have been trying? Like, it's really hard to watch people stream this game and not spoil it, but also try and help them. And all I can say is like, hey, max out your Marie social link as soon as possible. And then that's it. Like, <laughs> that's the only help that I can give anybody without spoiling anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've been, great game. Yeah, been playing that game for a little bit, but then I had kind of so obviously great game. Definitely. I have that on it's the Vita, and I still game. can't. I've I've gotten like fifteen hours into it, and I just I give up. It's too Japanese. Four for me. or five? Four. Four. Oh, so you've actually you've actually tried playing four too because you you know. tried playing five and had problems. I, I, I didn't have problems. I just. I'm not it. weeby enough. <laughs> well, that's yeah. simple. So like, that, and that we're definitely weeby we enough. About those, like, <laughs> we, we talked about it when you talked about how you'd played five and we're like, well, you know, you might like four more because it's it's very small town, uh, like murder mystery type setup. Um, it, I just it definitely I can't, a very long. I can't. Game. I think it's for me, it's always I just can't get over the cheesy, campy Japanese dialogue and the. The cheesy theme song, the whole My Juness song. I'm like, I'm going to fucking <laughs> oh, put a spoon my in my ears. That is 100% oh. A, how it is in Japan, and B, realistically, how it is, like, if you just change it from the My Juness song to Muzak going into Which I a fucking Which I also like, hate store. because I'm a miserable human being. But you being. hate it, but you know that it's 100% true. It's immersive. Okay, cool. So I'm not going to immerse myself in shit that I hate. <laughs> but you, you, you're having to. If, solve I, if I have any, so so I'm going to fill that's you. Happening. No, see, I'm going to fill you in a little secret about me. I hate everybody. So if I'm going to yes. immerse myself in anything, it's a murder sim. That's why I play games where you kill people. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> oh, see, this is what stopped me from murdering in real life. Yeah. The problem is, is that you're playing as people trying to stop the murders as opposed to the people that are murdering. Like, yeah, you I'm really good at being the murderer. Yeah, you yeah. want you want to be... I'm not going to say the, the murderer's name because Chris hasn't finished the game yet. Uh, <laughs> but you want to be that person. That's the guy you want to be. I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying a gender. You want to be that person. <laughs> Did hatred that ever come person. out? I can't remember. Uh, Do what? God. Hatred? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hatred came out. Now that's a horrible game. We're not. Even- <laughs> I was say, Sean, you just described that right yeah. there. That's a little. That's even. That's too much even for me. <laughs> Whoa. All right, Chris. Is, was that no, I got one, one more. Oh, I was gonna say, my God, you have more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one. Because Chris isn't masturbating yep. anymore. This one is a game from Evolve. That we got our vehicle oh, for. Of course it is. It's called Pamela. It's a... Oh, yeah, it's yes. like a sci-fi... I worked on that one way back. ...survival game that has been out in early access, I think, for a long time. There's some people on Steam I looked up to have, like, 800 hours in this fucking game but it's a survival game which is not really my thing so i kind of find it really boring i'm walking around looting a little bit stuff from here there that was also mine the problem is that we like requested a bunch of games and then they all came out the same week i'm like well yeah (laughs) because there's another game i need to play i think lee hit me up about today i need to get back to one like yeah. Waylanders? Yeah. 
No, I'm gonna talk about that. Oh, a did you bit. play some? Uh, th- okay. But that's early access, yeah. so that's that's okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta get through all these other games first. <laughs> it's on the log. It's on the to do list. But yeah, it's good being the king. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Pamela, you kind of walk around and there's some zombie people kind of around that you kind of beat the shit out of. I think later you get weapons and can do some building, base building and stuff like that. But there's no... In a first person perspective. Yeah, so there's not a whole lot of story there. I mean, there's some, but you're just kind of walking around and looting and kind of doing stuff like that. And um, some of the hacking mechanisms are kind of weird because, like, you have to look at your arm and then, all right, one's like this little circle thing going around. You got to hit it and then it goes around the inner circle, hit it within a certain area. One that's matching up um, letters, but it can be a little kind of janky to get it work working properly. But it's just really not my type of game. So, well, the great thing is, is that we share a Steam library, yes. so I can play that yes. game without any <laughs> issues. And I'll probably be playing that after I finally finish Desperados Three and get that out of my fucking wheelhouse. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably starting on Waylanders tomorrow waylanders is i i'm I'm not gonna like deny it it's pretty good um i did break it it's early access it's it's an early access game and what do we do here at i beat it first we we break break betas and shit (laughs) so i broke it like i made a hard crash within like five minutes it did look like a very interesting (laughs) game it was actually one of the ones i was thinking about downloading the demo for from the game festival (laughs) (laughs) and then we got the code i'm like oh i guess i won't do that yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. Um, I'll I'll talk about that a little bit more, and I'll talk about it now, and then I'll go into the other things. Uh, graphically, it's amazing. Uh, the 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 character designs, uh, choosing between the different types of characters that you have, um, and then like adjustment. It's not the most in depth character choice system that you'll find, but it works because they, there's very different like designs within each character class and then each class within a class because you've got like race then sub race i guess would be uh-huh. the best way to explain it because it's like you have a race but then you've then you can change the colors and text body types and everything and <laughs> did you, you notice how they character class did you notice how they go all in on not bothering to cover boobs <laughs> oh yeah there's zero left <laughs> The, so the boob coverage is just body paint. That's oh it. Oh my god! So, so when they first came to us with like their first build or their first trailer, it was like, "Here's the trailer that we want." And it was is it nips everywhere. It was tits everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so tits here's everything. The they wanted to sell games. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that it's okay to show tits everywhere as long as it's not nips everywhere. It was, I think what it was, was there was a little bit of lost in translation because the development team is in Spain, which is just, they're just a little bit more, they're, they're a little bit more liberal mm-hmm. than, yeah. you know, That's I mean, heavy, you can go to a topless beach in Spain. It's like no big deal. Whereas here it's just like, you're going to get guys pointing and laughing because they're immature as shit. Right. So yeah, like we had to kind of talk them down a little bit and be like, we're cool with the boobs, but maybe not so much boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's zero nip whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's, it's body it's, paint. You're supposed over, to yeah. you're supposed to envision. I think that the body paint is clothing. Is kind but of what it's going for it. Not. But yeah, yeah, but it's not. Um, They're just nipples. They did people. a good job with that. Um, 
I, I actually really like that the crew that you're with is actually like a mixture of other mythology from other lands. Uh, and you, you started off going and seeing the gods, which is cool. Um, I didn't get super far within it, but like, I, I don't want to give too much of my impressions because A, this is a very early set, but it's like it looked really good when I watched it. And so far it plays and works extremely well. Mm. So I think Waylanders is something that if you don't have it on your list of a game to watch, you really should have it on a list of games to watch. Especially but if you're an RPG like like Dragon Age or something yeah. like that, your jam. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you're a isometric-ish type game and that's what you really like playing, that's definitely it. But uh deep in-depth story and everything. I mean, like I went in and I talked to each of the individual heroes that you have within your crew, and there's like four to five things. And there's so many things that I could just nitpick of just bullshitty things that I'm like, well, this didn't work really well. And I I won't put those on to this because this is still very much early access and beta. Like there's things that can be tweaked later on and that I can provide in notes to the developers. But beyond those like things that can be fixed, everything works extremely well. And I really like the way that everything's going gameplay wise and story wise. Mm -hmm. All the other things I'm not going to bitch about because that's this is not a finished product. What's the nature of early access, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's. That's what it is. It's, it's not a finished product. They're still tweaking things. They're still doing things. And you want to make sure that everything works really, really well. Um, the one game that I couldn't talk about on the last podcast was because we recorded like three days before the embargo was up. And we knew that the podcast was going to go up before that is Beyond Blue, mm. which I've streamed it since then and everything. And I really wish that the embargo wasn't the day of release because that would have made things so much easier because this is a fucking amazing ass game. Um, we played it. We talked about it at, uh, during our E3 coverage from last year. Um, and it finally came out right around the time of e when E3 was supposed to come out this year. And it's so good. It plays just as well as it played when we played it at E3, which was mind-blowingly well um, as far as its movement and everything goes. Uh, Story-wise, is really, really good. Uh, you follow you follow a very complete storyline of what's going on. I do wish that there was a little bit more story, um, but what happens in the lower levels of the sea exploration that they have that really is the later parts of the story. You couldn't do much more without it being like a weird like RPG type setup. Um, the way that it plays out and the, the way that it, it goes with the way that you play the game itself, everything follows really extremely well. Um, fish models are awesome. <laughs> like, that's, that was what we talked about. Like, like holy shit, these fish models are So amazing. Kanye West would um, love this they game. Give you a, yes. They, they give you a really good reason to capture all the fish because uh, if you go, once you go into your sub, then you can view the models of the fish and you can see like different movements of the fish and everything like that. And capturing all of them and being a completionist then makes a lot more sense within that. Uh, the story is very engaging. There's uh, a lot of options that you can do that go into the conversations that you have with the different people, whether it be the main character's sister, 
the main scientist or the botanist that's in the botanist biologist i i forget exactly what she is she does like viruses and all sorts of other things within that um but all the conversations that you have within those pieces you you have different branching path paths and while the paths and what you say do not affect the storyline uh it's really cool that you can actually go back and revisit those and see what the path would have taken in that conversation if you chose different branches and going into some of them especially when you talk with like her sister there's like three or four different branches that you can hit or more depending on how far into the rabbit's hole you go because there's a very complex relationship that you can tell between her and her sister and uh, the grandmother that introduced her into marine life that now has Alzheimer's disease and the sister's trying to get her into a into a test like group and all sorts of things like it it's just a fucking amazing game and i don't want to go too deep into what happens story-wise in the ocean because it's a really fucking good like story and it plays out really really well but it is a very visually and gameplay wise amazing game and i give it a nine and a half out of ten wow. are we gonna go visit them we, we talked well, about we it. We can't right yeah. now. Oh, that's like, true. I don't want to go fucking visit anybody. Like, but they're here in oh, Phoenix, right. which is awesome. <laughs> why don't we visit them? Oh, that's right. The world in Oh, that's pandemic. right. Because we don't want to fucking <laughs> go anywhere right now. Um, but it, amazing game, amazing, amazing development process, and the fact that they worked so well. The other thing that was really cool is that uh, from a streaming standpoint is once I finished the level, I could then take a potty break because I could throw fucking uh, BBC specially made <laughs> uh, <laughs> like videos up that the BBC made for them that show up in there. And it's like whatever it was that you did, they then made a couple of little snippets that you could be like, all right, here's that. And it, it delves way deep into the ocean life within that area going into the midnight zone going into the twilight zone and into uh i always forget what the the top zone is um but it hits all of those pieces and they talk about that the impact of mine of deep seafloor mining and all sorts of things great fucking game awesome highly 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 recommended um we already talked about waylanders so i don't need to talk about yep. that the other one that i'm playing is desperados 3 <laughs> Just really fucking hard. <laughs> and the problem that I have with that is that I will sit there for two hours playing the same goddamn level in 15 minutes at a time, repeating the same mistakes over and over again, just so that I can get past the same motherfucking assholes. Quick save. <laughs> and that's, but that's the thing is like, it's quick save. Boom. It's uh, at the, the best term that I've, I've ever seen for it is safe scumming um, to where you just automatically boom, no, boom, no. Yeah. The nope. best part that I've seen is that everybody that you're seeing streaming it on Twitch and everything like that, they're all doing it on PC. The one thing that you don't see is anybody doing it on PS4 or any other console for that. Because the controls and are so much better. Yeah. However, the controls are not that vastly different. It's actually the controls just because I'm playing it on PS4. We got we got PS4 key and I was like, all right, I'll do PS4. It's fine. The worst part is that there's a 
fuck every like 15 other words that's in that and i've got my kid sitting on the couch because he's not going fucking anywhere else right now <laughs> so he's sitting there playing on on the chromebook that's or on his tablet or on the switch and he's not repeating oh, them that's awesome. just zoom uh, like uh, that was good the i know right sean you're, you're the in the marathon right now God damn it. It's the third goddamn time. <laughs> Anyways, so the kid's not repeating anything that I'm saying, um, which is awesome. And he's like, as far as I'm playing this game, it controls almost as well. Not as well because mouse point and click is vastly different. But there is a difference between controlling it on the controller and controlling it with the mouse. Um, and I have found that there are certain nuances that you can't do on the PC that you, with the mouse and keyboard that you can do on the PS4. And that's individually controlling each character so that they go in the exact path that they, that you want them to, mm-hmm. um, on the, on the PC, you have to actually sit there and babysit them and click, 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 and do all that. Whereas it's much more intuitive to use the, the thumbsticks to rotate around and move a character specifically how you want to do it. Um, there's also a lot more uh, kneeling and standing up issues <laughs> that I have seen on PC than there are on the PS4. <laughs> I've only very rarely come into those issues, but watching streamers do it on the PC, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that happened. <laughs> OK, <laughs> and it happens a lot. Um, so I realistically I, I see they both have their issues and they kind of come up even. It's a really fucking good game, though. Story-wise, I'm on like chapter two and the story is really in-depth. It is a long-ass story. Uh, It works extremely well. Um, I don't think that I can give it a rating just yet because I don't feel that I'm far enough along into it, but I will definitely say that it is a must-pick up. If you like a top-down, not quite isometric because it's fully 3D and you can rotate around the entire set, but if you like a a three quarters top down view type game and you want to like really have to fucking think about everything that you do this is a really good game to pick up and if even if i don't want to if you don't like the western theme they also made shadow tactics blades of the show oh yeah yes which is but this is a really good fucking game though the western theme actually plays well there's so many different ways to take down characters shit there's a level in there where you have absolutely none of your weapons and everybody is hungover drunk and you have to play through that level and they're talking in there man that is exactly that way. and, <laughs> and i don't know what you're talking about eric that's western theme 101 <laughs> you can't <laughs> knock out people at the same speed that you normally can oh no, no, no. They're, they're hungover normally they're super fucking hungover <laughs> they're all say like literally you you click on them and they're like what was in that bottle yeah i'm ready oh I don't feel so good. <laughs> they're, they're, they're literally saying that the voice acting in this game is top fucking notch. <laughs> like they're really good. This is a this is an amazing thematic and like just story driven game. It's really, really good. Uh, I highly recommend it to anybody that is thinking about playing it. And if you don't believe me, just go on Twitch and search Desperados 3 with, I think you have to do it with II. You have to do it with the II. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure that you get that into Twitch and you can watch people just streaming it. And it is a solid fucking game. 
And unlike other games, I haven't broke it yet. So (laughs) 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 as we tend to break games here, um, I have not broken it. Um, The worst thing that I will bitch about going to the console is on the PS4, your quick save is the touchpad, which is actually awesome because it's very easy to hit. Like you think about it and it's like that quick save is amazing because boom, it's like it's right there. It's the biggest pause button we've talked about on on the podcast before. However, to access the menu is the (laughs) options button, which is (laughs) close to that big ass touchpad. And I have had many times where I accidentally quick saved instead of hitting the option. Good, you need to quick save more. Because I was trying to do it real fast. I was trying to do it real fast. But the great thing is is that you can backtrack to three different save points. So even to be Mm -hmm. quick save, you can still go back and you can pick that up. It's just mildly annoying at that point because then it's created a thing and you have to go through because it basically like preloads your previous like your second or your last save so that when you do it it goes pretty quickly when you have to go to your second to last save takes a little bit longer Mm. so that's the only thing that i would say you probably don't experience that on the xbox because they don't have that big ass fucking touch screen button um but on the ps4 it's mildly annoying but it's also i'm stupid So that's every time that I hit it, I'm like, fuck, so dumb. (laughs) I'm like, I I know where that big ass button is and I know where that tiny ass button is and I know how to hit them and I'm dumb. I hit it too quick because I was trying to just get out of there. But other than that, great fucking game. Jason, it's on the Ibeta first account. You can play it. I will. I I knew that like every time that I logged in, I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have to worry about Jason logging in the Ibeta first account. He's not fucking here. Uh (laughs) But now I'm back, motherfucker. Play some game. Yeah, yeah. Well, Last of Us is number one on my list anyway, because so yeah. you're fine no. for a while. I really, I, I still really want to play that. Like, I'm gonna give this maybe another week, and then I'm, I'm switching to Last of Us. Like, I'll have to come back to it because I really want to fucking play the Last of Us too. All right, that's it. You made it. Sean. We all went yeah. through our shit. You made it. You made it through the marathon. Yay! We all made it. Easily, so, easily one of so our longer one for an old fart like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually not that long. If you think about it, we've gone longer. Oh, well, we've definitely gone yeah. longer. As far as our recording, yeah, we have gone longer. We've gone to almost midnight and it's 11.05. My, my problem is always that like my clients are in. So my clients vary from I have Australia, Spain, the UK, Poland, uh, I think that's it for overseas, but but I need to be in the office at like six a.m. my time because for them it's already like two or three in the afternoon. Yeah, six a.m. still way late. Yeah, them. and it's just <laughs> so if I want to do any communication with a client and not have them be working at like nine o'clock at night, I got to be in early. So usually I'm I'm out of bed around six. Work I'm in front of the computer by about six thirty, messaging eleven bit. Figuring what the hell's going on, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to coordinate uh, yeah, that interview uh, with a developer in the UK. So that's been like, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Time zones are a that bitch. plus like you know I have <laughs> a day really job, are. so try to schedule around Everyone that. Everyone should yeah, just like, get rid of time do... zones like Canada or BC, and then we'll all be on the yep. same time. Yeah, why can't everybody just live in North America? I know, right? Like you, you don't right? have to live in the US. We don't care about that. Just live in North America or even South America, actually. That's fine. Sure. The Americas. I mean, for everybody who lives outside of the Americas, like how you can say Get on our time zone, fuckers. (laughs) Follow our fucking time. I'm I'm actually okay with all Americas. I'm okay with it. 
<laughs> well, I mean, realistically, if you go to Star Trek, Star Trek has a universal time. And it's like, it may be two o'clock in San Francisco AM, but it is, you know, six o'clock. Like, Stardate. there's no different time zones. Who gives a fuck about, about whether or not the sun is out? Mm -hmm. This is the time. Deal with the assholes. <laughs> Y'all work at the same time. Sean's kind of liking that. <laughs> It'd be interesting Sorry. to try to coordinate something like that. There's no coordination. Deal with it. This <laughs> is. You have to deal with it now. It doesn't matter. This is the time. It is noon here. Whether it's noon there doesn't fucking matter to us. Fucking deal with it. Anywho. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us uh, for the I Made First podcast. Uh, as Jason said, we have th two other podcasts, three total. Uh, one is Cutscene, where we talk about anime, where we're currently doing The Price of Smiles, which Sean would talk totally love yes. um, it it sounds hey sean when you think about the price of smiles what do you think about uh i mean i've never had to pay for it before i mean i don't know how you work <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> it, it's more of uh the price of happiness like the emotional toll oh it cost me everything that's yeah. part of it yes and, <laughs> it cost me everything physical toll of happiness exactly that's what it is. This Murder. basically is what you call a facade. <laughs> yeah, it's cultural genocide <laughs> on an alien planet that has been that has been uh, taken up by descendants of Earth. If I remember yeah. right, yeah, sure. I so that, that sounds heavy. Nice. That sounds yeah. pretty. Yeah. Heavy. Oh, it's super fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it is way heavier than the title sounds. Sorry, we've been um, lying to you. We're actually we also, at war. <laughs> yeah yeah literally you find out after the end of the first episode that the entire planet is at war and people are dying all over the fucking place it's great um we also have our other podcast which has launched called patch notes where we get devs drunk and we talk with them about their video games that are coming out uh so look for both of those as well as this uh wherever you find podcasts or go to ibiff.co so that you can find out exactly where it is that you can find our podcast does anybody else have any other parting words yeah be sure to check us out at ibeatitfirst.com our actual website as well where you can see all of the news and stuff as they come up whenever they do come up and also of course anytime or any complaint or anything you want to say to us please send us an email anything at ibeatitfirst.com Jason, fuck Chris, you Eric, fuck you at IBR. You can even send an email to Sean at IBeatAtFirst.com. He he won't get it, but we'll definitely we'll definitely make sure to read it. <laughs> you can I mean, I've been on the, the podcast enough that you'll pass Sean on the message, do you think? <laughs> I think you could, yeah, yeah. We'll just give I mean, you Sean. We can do do you too. really want that message that's going to come? No, because chances are, it'd be like, Sean, we got a complaint. Or another complaint, Sean. Don't Sean, worry. Uh, <laughs> we need to go down to HR. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Too soon. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Oh, you don't got to go down oh, HR. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, oh, thank geez. you, every, uh, Jason's yeah. HR. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for for listening to that first podcast. And thank you, Sean, very much yes, for joining you, us. We always yep. fucking love having you on. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, you're always a pleasure. Uh, it's always fun to, to have you in. There's actually less jokes, I think, in this one, which just proves 
how mentally tired Sean has been over the last month of all the Oh movies. god. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll be more on point, I yeah. swear. I oh, know you're totally fine. I'm just saying like that just proves how much mental strain this last week of the not or not, not last E3. month not E3 shit that you've gone through. So, thank you very much for joining us taking very valuable time out of your day. Uh, tell your wife thank you and you love her. <laughs> and, and I reiterate, which one of you assholes am I staying with when I visit Arizona? Jason. Yes. Her words. <laughs> I, I would let you stay here except you would have to share my office and the like twin size futon that I have right here. Ooh, twin size futon. I don't know. Oh. He's got an actual fucking. Yeah. yeah. You, have, you have your own bathroom. It's a, got a comfortable bathroom. With me, you have to be on like a couch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although, right. Gavin. Well, anyways, thank you very much, Sean. And I'm sure that Chris has something that he wants yeah. to say. Bye. You gotta have the bye-bye. <laughs> that was a serious thing? Oh, that's his thing. Oh, yeah, that no, is his that's fucking his thing. thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome.